Yo, 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 this is Bernard, aka the Scarlet Spider. And this is Samir, the King in Black. And welcome to another episode of the Angry Blurred Podcast. Where the nerds are black and the nerds are angry. Elon, you out here tripping. Ain't nobody gonna pay for Twitter, homie. I don't care if it's a dollar. Why are we gonna pay for something that once upon a time was free? Yeah, you saying this to reduce bots, but bro, you just you just fucking up the ecosystem for all the social media. I mean, there'll be a, there'll be something to fill that void. No, but I mean, yeah, there'll be something to fill that void. But Blue Sky is still in beta, so you got to get an invite for that spill, which was supposed to be Black Twitter, but you found out that it wasn't actually treated by a black person. That's still in beta. And, but this is what I mean. Like, eventually, Facebook is going to start charging for Instagram. And what? Why? They might start charging. I mean, Ooh, no one's going to pay for Instagram. Allow, they allow you to buy a verified uh, blue check. Same thing Twitter did. Yeah, but I ain't paying for the whole thing. Everybody better pay for that. But yeah, I'm just like, well, since we're already talking about the South African who Samir loads with the passion. So, I already I mean, said Elon was, what you did like I got a vendetta against the guy. I he say he's a, he's a garbage person. That's all I'm saying. I don't lose sleep over the guy. He I don't shake my fist at the dang you, Elon. He's oh, just a garbage person. Might. Might. No, nah, he's just a no, garbage you person. Might, you might just see a tweet. You go full um, uh, Captain Kirk, Elon. But so yeah, so. Speaking of the man Samir, you know, hates. So, apparently, I'm surprised you didn't tell us this. Grimes did voiceover work for Cyberpunk oh, 2077. Oh, yeah. I was meant to say something about that. But, yeah, go so, on, go yeah, on. Um, Elon decided to channel his inner um, colonizer and show up to, you know, wherever they were doing the voice recordings with a 200-year-old gun and insisted they give him a cameo. And this... <sighs> Because and this is actually quoted from Walter Isaacson, who's working on Elon's uh, memoirs. So it's, it's like, bro, you showed up with the old flintlock pistol with the gunpowder, and he said, I think in quote, he said something like, "I'm not armed, but I am dangerous." Something, something crazy like that. Yeah, let me see if I can actually find a little bit more. This fool is unstable. Also, let the record show: I don't hate Elon Musk. I just saying that if he was on fire, I would not exert the energy it would take to take a piss on him. That's all. But I don't hate the guy. Yeah, he said I. Um, he showed up to the studio wielding a two hundred year old gun and insisting that they give him a, can- a cameo. Um, he, Isaacson said that Elon said I told them that I was armed but not dangerous, and though Grimes said the studio guys were like sweating. Ultimately, uh, CD Projekt Red relented and seemed to have lent. Must likeness to a non-playable character that enters the bathrooms of the Arasaka Corporation at the start of the corporal life path for Cyberpunk 2077. I didn't even remember that, dude. So, oh, yeah, here's a screenshot. He's in the background. So the protagonist has the option to ignore the NPC or ask them why they're staring. The character has no response, irrespective of what the player picks, and exits the bathroom without any fanfare. So, yeah, Elon was there. I'm uh, saving the screenshot so you guys can actually see it in the video portion of our podcast. But, yeah, I mean, come on, man. Elon's showing up with a 200-year-old mustache. 
And that's the name of the episode, by the way. I don't hate the Elon Musk. I mean, Samir. I see. I don't like that title. I don't hate Elon Musk. I mean, that's all I got so far. I mean, it might change later on. Uh, bro, <laughs> so the, the, did you look at the comments on the link that I've sent for that? So someone's like, but he got the camera, right? <laughs> Weird. Good man sounds fun. Uh, sounds like him for sure. He what? Elon, can I be in Cyberpunk 2? And can I wield this cool gun? When you're that rich, you don't argue. You duel. So crazy. Just as the founding fathers in, in, intended. Someone said living legends. Someone said a bunch of hater drones in this platform. It's like good grief. All right. So, Samir, can you please tell us? I mean, give us a good story because, you know, Elon and I here just wilding. All right. I am going to go on a bit of a rant. Okay. So, to contradict Bernard because he swears that I don't. Like Where are you bad movies. I oh, so am don't a like huge, Elon Musk? No, I am a huge fan of Underworld, the whole the, the whole series. Right? Yeah. From the um, first one all the way up to the second one. Yeah, so hold on. I got a quick question for you. So yes. did you have a 10 second time moment? Because you posted the same story twice within like the span of a half hour the day you posted it. No, it was one post it sometimes when you post links, it doesn't the text that shows up instead of the actual no, uh, no, the link showed yeah. up, dude. No, right, you posted other times, two other times correlating. I know, but this time it was. Oh no, there's, 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 there's definitely one. There's definitely one. There's this one. This is one. Okay, so one was pertaining to the 20th anniversary. The other one's pertaining to the uh, the fact that there may be more movies coming. That's why. Samir, I read both links. They say the same damn thing. It's just a different title because they're two different look, sources. Look, the point is, sir. All right, I posted them. The point is, sure. I read and you did. I did no. I read them. I, I read one of them, anyways. And the second one, I, just, I read like a snippet of it because I was gonna go back into it later, and never got around to it. Look, shut up! You got me all off track. Anyways, so I love Underworld, right? I love the aesthetic. I love I love uh, the tone, and you know, just just the overall handling of that whole series. I think I overall it would be better by a black man. I mean, yeah, that that's also cool. Like a lot, of, yeah, a lot yeah. of the uh, visionary. Yeah, a lot of the vision, the vision of, of, of Underworld was actually credited to uh, uh, Kevin Grevue. Honestly, he said it's like he uh, he wanted something to to juxtapose the sexiness of the vampires. So basically, the reason why we have the uh, werewolves as they are, them being um, uh, them being uh, like hulking, uh, snout noted, snout nosed beasts, like that was his idea. You know, and I thought it was a great, a great, uh, a, a, a great, uh, well, what's what I'm looking for? I had a huge brain fart there, but you know, aesthetic. the way they put a, a portrayal of the, of the, um, classic, uh, monster. And, uh, and you know, also his, like, I'm sorry, go on. I just want to say this real quick. You've seen Kevin Grievo in movies before Underworld. We had this conversation before. Yeah, I, I know. Remember. He's been around. He was in Men in Black too. It was a penial eye. Yeah. Remember when Kay started to get his memory back? He was the guy, lower your weapon. And Will Smith was like, no. Not yeah. ringing any bells? Vaguely. Yes. Yeah, he was in the... He was in the... the he the was basement. in the pawn shop. Yeah. So, uh, the... Um, 
That's my train of thought. Yeah, anyways, so his it was also his idea to make it a Romeo and Juliet sort of story, at least in the initial movie, right? Between Scott Speedsman's character and Kate Beckinsale's character. So I again I love everything about the entirety of the movies, pretty much. I think Underworld, the fourth no, one, two, three. The fourth film I didn't I wasn't crazy about. That was the weakest out of the entire Michael series. Michael was in it. It wasn't because Michael E was in it. He it wasn't his fault. <laughs> it was bad. It wasn't his fault. It was bad. It but that was the weakest one. No, well, like I said, Michael Ely's good when it comes to film. It's just when he gets on television, that's when you need to be scared that show's gonna get canceled. Like I'm surprised Bel Air's still going. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, he was the dude who um. Worked at the art um, place that Viv got in. Oh uh, right, yeah. He tried to he tried to slide in. He tried to riz, yeah, he, he tried to riz up on her. Yeah, right. I can't remember that. Anyways, I love. Um, anyways, uh, Lynn Wiseman. Uh, he's the uh, one of the creators. He's the co-creator of this whole thing next to uh, Ke- um, Kevin Grivo. And he stated recently that we are there's a possibility that we can get more Underworld. Now, Kate Beckinsale uh, and Lynn Wiseman were married at one point, and they are now since divorced. She is done with Underworld. And what was that? No, I said, ooh. Yeah, so she's, she's done. Like, she don't want to come back at all. She's doing other things. She's chilling, doing her own thing, right? And um, I feel we could either, A, move on to a different medium, like TV, video games, novels, or we can, um, you know, just recast all together. I mean, I love Kate Beckinsale. She's great. I just think that maybe um, we can just she's move old. on someone else. Is that what you were going to say? Is that what you're trying to say on the line? I said she's, she's great. No. That's like, 50. She's aging like fine wine, sir. And honestly, if if everybody ages like uh, like Kate Beckinsale, we won't need to worry about age and, and, um, and casting roles. All right? Anyways, in summation, I love Underworld. And I hope we get more films. Or TV show. Bro, I forgot Scott Speedman was on Felicity. Yeah, that's where you got to start. You got to start in Felicity. Bro, only people I remember from Felicity are Carrie Russell and Amy Jo Johnson. Of course. But then again, I really didn't. Huh? Of course you remember those two. I mean, I mean, I didn't really watch Felicity like that. I just because weren't those two roommates? Yeah, bro. I think I watched like half the first season and that was it. Bro, Wentworth Miller was in Underworld. Mm hmm. Underworld had a good cast. Michael Sheen? Yes. Oh, he got in there because of Kate Beckinsale. They were dating at the time. Then Lynn slid in there. No pun intended. Cause she married she married Lynn literally a year after they um after she and Michael Sheen broke up. But yeah, I mean, Underworld was one of those things I never really got into. Well, you don't um, like vampires. I don't have a problem with vampires, dude. I just don't like them. I'm not, you know, I'm not watching everything that's vampire related. No one said you had to watch everything vampire related. I know, but bro, I mean, you just, just because I didn't watch Interview with the Vampire, you just like, oh, that nigga don't like vampires. I mean, my guy, it's like, I mean, you just don't. I, I, okay, so Interview with Vampire specifically was some of the best vampire media uh, 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 fiction I've ever seen in a long time in terms of TV. That's probably, I'll be, honestly, 
Full stop, no cap. That's the best vampire TV show ever, hands down. Bam, right there. Van, yeah, that, the, the, what other vampire TV shows have there been besides the Vampire Diaries? Vampire Diaries, uh, True Blood, Buffy Vampire I mean, Slayer, Angel. Blood. Well, I don't, I don't consider Buffy a vampire. Forever, show. forever, forever night in the nineties. Um, the fuck is Forever Night? Google it. All right, but yeah, so um. But yeah, man, I would love to get Kevin Greenblum on this um, podcast because I just want to talk to him about his whole run at Marvel because I don't know. 1992 to 96. Yeah, never even heard of it. Um, he wrote he wrote a book that we read that took place after the initiative. And do you remember what that was? Oh, which one was that? I know we talked about it. Which one? Refresh um, memory. Fuck, I can't remember. <laughs> Funny thing is, I can't remember the name of the book because I can't remember the name of the team. New Warriors. Oh, okay. And he created uh, Adam the Blue Marvel. And um, he's actually getting ready to write a comic with Charlemagne. I actually meant to bring this up like when it happened. So um, he actually, uh, AWA is a, like basically it's a small independent comic um, company. So it's kind of like got the FUBU uh, model. So it's for artists by artists. So like a lot of like writers and artists are going over there and they're working on their specifically creator home projects with like any backing without no backing from like Marvel or DC or Image or any of those. So like Mike diodal has got a few books over there. I think Ed Brubaker is writing some stuff over there. But uh, Kevin Grievel and Charlemagne are working on a comic called Dark Storm. I don't remember the specifics about it, so I'll try to look into that and bring it up next time. But yeah, I, I just can't wait to see because they also have like a book. It's kind of like the Fantastic Four, but it's an all black family. I can't remember what the name of it was. The Antagonist. Um, I think that's it. What, yeah, I want like to read that. AWA? No, I knew I, I had that in my oh. mind because that, that's the that oh, okay. I wanted to read that book. Okay, but yeah, I've been meaning to check out a lot of the stuff over at AWA, but I'm so far behind on comics. It's just like I, I don't even think I can like really find the time to read something new because I barely got time to read the old stuff. Like I'm reading uh, DC versus Vampires and that came out like a year ago. Yeah, more than a year. No, it was a year ago because of the 12 issue miniseries. Uh, it just wrapped up two months ago. All right. So, hold on one second. All right. Don't worry. I'm cutting all that out. Um, David S. Goyer. We know for writing, you know, the first blade, uh, Man of Steel, and a good chunk of the DCU. He says that he and you know a few other people over at Warner Brothers were pressured into building a cinematic universe to compete with Marvel after Man of Steel. So he said Warner Brothers was saying we need our MCU, and at one point they pitched the next twenty movies over oh for the next ten years. But none of them were written yet. And it's crazy how much architecture was being built on air. And that's not how you build a house. So uh, we talked about this, what, two weeks ago with SD? The just, you, you should have slowed down because you can't introduce the Justice League in the email attachment. No. So, okay. He's got, a, he's got a valid point. Two, two things. That's two not things. how you so, build yes. a house. You have to shrug that stuff out. He's right. Yeah, he's right. It's not how you build You can't build it on air. But. Warner Brothers was correct in that they needed to have something that they did. You know, it just but sucked. They rushed it. <laughs> yeah, they rushed it. They, bro. So what? 
they tried to do what Marvel did in what? How many movies were in Phase One again? Five. Iron Man One, Two, Incredible Hulk, Thor, Captain America, and Avengers was the tail end. So six movies. They Iron Man Two and those two Iron Man, right? I said two. No, I okay. said I said Iron Man One, Two, Hulk, Thor, Captain America, Avengers. So six yeah, 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 six movies in, in so, Phase One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they tried to do all that in two movies. Yeah, like, they could have oh, introduced Justice League and an email attachment. Like, they really could have did five it. movies. It would have been fine. No one would have. Yeah, it would have been better. Yeah. Well, this, this, that, that remains to be seen, but it would have been not as bad. Let's say that. Yeah, because if anything, what you could have did, you could have started introducing these people individually. Like Batman could have already been established. They could have made a reference to him in Man of Steel. There might have been one like on the newspaper or something. I don't recall. It's been forever today since I watched Man of Steel, but then you slowly give everybody their own movie. If I'm not mistaken, there was a. Didn't they destroy a satellite in Man of Steel, and it had LexCorp yeah, they, or Wayne Enterprises on it? They they destroyed a Wayne Tech satellite in a LexCorp truck. That's what it was. Yes, that's 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 good. That's good world building right there. That's all they probably needed yeah. to do, right? And then maybe have a Man of Steel sequel where it would have dropped Batman in like a newspaper. Or something, and then at the credit scene, that been it. That's all they need to do. And then his movie pop up. He got his whole movie by himself, and then that would have probably eventually got him. And also, we could have saw why why main why main man is all messed up. Why there's no Robin. You know what's going on. Like we could have had all that built up before he even got into Batman v Superman. Also, Martha, we didn't have to get that. I mean, I had no problem to save Martha. But it's just I mean, the Justice League being introduced in an email attachment. I'm, I mean, I'm less, I'm less, or I'm less angry about that. That's whatever. It's 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 lazy world building, sure. But I, but yeah. the yeah, but the motivations of the characters were was what's more egregious. Them coincidentally having the same name with their mother, their moms. I'm like, okay, that's what y'all going with. Just, yeah, it's, it, it's, it was. I mean. It it was stupid, but I mean I get it. <laughs> it I mean, cause 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 you can do the same thing with Aquaman. Save Thomas. Nobody told Bruce Wayne to have the the uh, parents that they have the same name as two heroes that he knows. They're strong. Oh. They're strong. They're strong Anglo-Saxon names. I'm referencing. Oh, 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 uh, oh. I'm referencing uh, uh, Harley Quinn. <laughs> uh, you gotta oh, watch this show, bro. They made a joke because so uh, I don't know you you don't watch the show but in the in the Quinn, Bruce is simping for for Catwoman so he he rolled up on her house uninvited right and uh, he brings mm-hmm. her two cats and they're both named Mar- uh, Thomas and Martha like, really and then yeah and he, and he trying to he trying to cover it up that he didn't name them after his parents like you know they're just strong Anglo-Saxon names and then, so it, it was this whole awkward really. Funny scene. Mm. Tell you, man, you sleeping on you sleeping on Harley Quinn. The last season was dope. Well, it just finished, right? Yeah, maybe one day I'll I'll eventually go to it, but I don't know. But that whole <laughs> I'm the fucking Joker type. I mean, it's just it's the the comedy is just seems too campy, especially after the trailers. Like, really, I'm like, sorry, Bernard, 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 pause, Cap. Every time you judge something on being too campy, you like the Balanti verse. That that whole franchise survives on camp. Otherwise, it, it just doesn't work. 
What do you mean how? How was, that whole, how, was Super, how was Supergirl camp? How was the Flash camp? How was Arrow camp? Legends, I'll let, you, I'll let you slide on that one. Cape Tricks. Legends started off series. Cape Tricks. Oh yeah. Okay. So so what? One season of learning. No, I'm just like this is or or Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor singing Frank Sinatra. That's kind of a throwback to Golden Age Lex Luthor. You say so, man. It's not all it's saying, not necessarily oh. camp. It's a homage. Yeah, oh, okay. Plus, I think Gene Hackman did it in the movie that John Cryer plays his nephew. All I'm saying so is I don't know. All I'm saying is like you 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 just bypass all this other stuff. Didn't they have a musical episode on The Flash? Yeah, but that, see, that's just a CW. Everybody got a musical episode. Riverdale had two. Riverdale's campy, and it's good. And that's Buffy why had I like one. Buffy's campy. Buffy. Okay, so out of all the shows, I can honestly say I watched on the CW, Buffy and The Flash might have been the only ones. That Did Arrow have a puppet episode? No, Arrow never had a puppet episode. All right, that was just Angel. I'm just, I wonder why I'm thinking. I was going to say that was Angel. Yes, that, <laughs> that was, was Angel. Dude. <laughs> that was a throwback. That was good. Yeah, um, yeah, because even Smallville never had a musical episode. Smallville was its own level of camp. Uh, how so? It was so angsty, like bro. You, the suspend, the, you had to suspend your belief to make everything contained in high school. Also, that's some grown ass teenagers. Bro, once again, you can't overwork minors, and they can't work a certain amount of hours. So, actually, can't... funny. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna side rail this a little bit. So, actually, okay. on, I was on TikTok, and someone came up and said they did casting for TV, and when they cast for high school characters, they cast they cast a star, whoever they the first person they cast, and they basically build around that person. So they have the person, the people around them can't be any more. Older looking or young, so that's how you end up with people that's like, like, um, Holly Reed. She was like the oldest person in that cast in um, Team Wolf. Who Holland Reed? Holland Roden. There he goes. Yeah, you mean Crystal yeah. Reed, bro? Why are you fusing two people together? It doesn't matter. The point is, those two, those two actresses were like the oldest people in that cast, if I'm not mistaken. Like, what is she? Old, what, um, yeah. Crystal Reed, yeah, Crystal Reed was older than Tyler Hector, right? Posey, no, uh, Tyler Hector, the. Derek. Yeah. So the guy who plays Superman. Yeah, Hecklin. Yeah, that's what I said. I said his name right. Okay, the point is, yeah. Oh, how, yeah, how, but, you, but you threw me out because you said Crystal Reed, so I thought you were talking about Allison. Yeah, and Scott. but how is how old is uh, he compared to uh, Crystal Reed? Was he younger? I or think older? Tyler Hecklin. I think Tyler Hecklin is our age. You look up Crystal Reed. She, I was trying to avoid any goddamn segues, but here we go. No, so we, Tyler Hecklin is thirty six. I already got it. All right, well, two two years, dude. Two years. I already got it. Thirty six. So she's old. She's older by two years, or younger by two years? Older. Oh, okay, she's so she's older by two years. Yes. And right, and um, Posey yeah, he's thirty one. Right. So what I'm saying is, she was the oldest person in cash, and she was playing one of the younger characters. Yeah, and and yeah. Dylan O'Brien is like thirty two, so he was significantly younger than her. What is he up to, anyway? Yeah. He's working. I know he's working. We don't know because he's the he's the, he's the busiest person out of the cast. Uh, no, Holly Rowland's still out here working. She was in oh, the, uh, Holly Rowland. She was in this just actually this rather disturbing horror movie I watched recently. 
I forgot what it was called. Yeah, she does a lot um, of horror movies. She was in the sequel to Escape Room. Uh, she was in Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Yeah. Okay, people, if you guys want to see a, a really interesting um, horror movie, watch Mother May I. Bro, everybody in this damn cast is working because Holland Rowan's doing stuff. Dylan Sprayberry was just in something. Oh, he was in a movie called Sick that came out last year. Ian Bowen, who played Peter Hale, he's on Yellowstone. Um, we said Hecklin is on um, Superman and Lewis. Uh, Crystal might be the only one like out of the main cast who really isn't working. Shelly Hinn is doing a bunch of Netflix movies. Um, yeah, Crystal Reed, Crystal Reed did a movie called... Uh, How's this shit called? Pinball, the man who saved the game. That came out last year. What's that? Biopic? Uh, I guess so. Yeah. Um. Anyways, oh, anyway, so I'm glad they're doing well. But anyways, my point is, you like Team Wolf was dripping with angst and, and camp, but for some reason, you be well, talking Team oh, Wolf, I don't like camp. No, t- Team Wolf. Okay, I don't like camp for something that's kind of an already established property. So I pretty much know the DC universe as a whole. So once you start to Deadpool it up, it's, it's just like no, throw it away. She's already an established uh, character like that. She said that's their Deadpool. They had it. They needed yeah. to answer the Deadpool. Yeah, she's it. There you go. Yeah, I don't, you need to let that I'm go. Sorry. She's a good and she's a I'm good never, character I'm because I'm never of gonna it. let that go. I'm never gonna. Why wow, you're a big you're a big Deadpool fan. Deadpool is not Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn is not Deadpool. Once Harley Quinn started talking to a damn taxidermy beast, I'm sorry, sir. Out. I'm sorry, sir, but you cannot take that stance because you love season one of Arrow, and, and, and that's that's nothing but Green Batman. They tried to turn him into hey, the Samir, first Batman. Samir, Samir, I'm gonna stop yeah. you right there. You know why? Because I ain't read a damn thing about Green Arrow except for the rise and fall of Green Arrow. So, okay, Green Arrow. That's, that's my whole. Arrow is based more or less my introduction to Green Arrow. Arrow is what made me decide to read. We the Green read. Arrow book we we, we read started. before. We read Green Arrow before uh, uh, 2012. No. no, I mean, yeah, we read the the Green Arrow Black Canary miniseries. Cap, uh, cap, 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 cap. I know we read it before because right. I remember, I remember specifically uh, the run. I'm trying to which one. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Samir, I know the, the first Green Arrow book I bought was. The Green Arrow and Black Canary miniseries. Remember where he was? Uh, what was was he kidnapped or something like that? And she yeah, he was stuck on an island. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he was stuck on an island. Yeah. After that, and after that, it was the book that came out after Brightest Day, after he killed Prometheus. When mm, he was no, exiled you, you to have books. You have books, bro. Uh, you bro, have books before that and after it. No, is I got those two and Green Arrow Year One. Those were the only three Green Arrow books I you had. Might, you might only have books like that now, but I yeah, remember but that's reading. what I'm saying. Yeah, but all the books that came out that I bought after that came out after Arrow started. Bro, Arrow started in 2012. Right. But, okay, so pause. Because, let me see. What was the, what was the book for Green Arrow in 2006? It was around, around the Infinity Crisis. It's either before or after Infinity Crisis. You were you were buying Green Arrow around that time, wasn't weren't you? I no, I wasn't. No, only Green Arrow book I bought around two thousand six was Year One. That was the mini. So you mean to tell me technically I was reading Green Arrow before you? Because I read I was reading Green Arrow at that time. Yes, that's wild. That's wild. Okay, I thought all right. Well, because I was very interested in his character after Identity Crisis. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because like I said, the only books I bought were. 
the Green Old Black Canary book where they quote unquote got married. Um, the one that takes place after uh, Star City gets destroyed. Remember, it's all into a star, and he got yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. In Green Arrow Year One. All right. Well, I was very interested in his character because you have to read his book after Identity Crisis, uh, about a year and a half after that publication, to get his rematch with, with Deathstroke, which it was a really good rematch, by the way. Don't even remember that. Yeah, he, 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 he held his own. I wasn't reading it. I wasn't reading it. Because that it, was when I was still in my physical only and I had to cut back on a bunch of books. I remember, I'm not sure when it took place. If it took place at, no, it took place after the island. When he was left on Austin Island, it took place after that because that's when he labbed up and he got stronger. And he came, but prior to that, Green Arrow had no hands. He had zero hands. All right? If you got his bow out of his hands, you could whoop his ass. All he could do was come up with the okay. with the old fisticuffs. He had no martial arts. So he lived up on yeah, an island for a full year. Yeah, so that had to be during the Green Arrow Black Canary book. But even then, remember, I stopped buying a bunch of books. And you were, and that's when you started, you know, selling the seven seas. Mm, so you were still reading books. Fifth. Come on, stop it. Fifth. Stop it. Fifth. Fifth. Stop. Fifth. Okay, okay. <laughs> so you were still reading books after I wasn't buying them anymore. Because remember, I was like, for the longest, nah, I'm not doing that. I got to support the local comic book store. But then comics were so, like so, $4 so, an, ish, uh, an so issue. And, all right, well, anyway, I digress. Yeah. We're getting off, still getting off topic, all right? Uh, but yeah, well, definitely. That, the point yeah, is, um, I, go ahead. The point is, the, uh, the character Green Arrow deserved better than to be turned into Green Batman. And him being him acting like Batman was probably the corniest, campiest thing I've ever seen. Samir, it started like that, but he finished being the Green Arrow that we know and love. Sure, but it took like three seasons. Three seasons, yes. And he still had the voice modulator, but he was not here, you know, breaking legs and stuff. The voice modulator was egregious enough. The point is, sir, you like camp. Look, All right, look stop. Look, I'm stop sorry. Cap. You like camp. Samir, they throw a voice modulator on Greeno and everything. He had a voice modulator in Smallville. Like, perfect example. So, Yeah, I'm you know why? Like, Smallville did not have a Batman. It's like every time there's no Batman, bro, they shit him in that space. I'm sorry. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't still gritty like Batman. He's just still Green Arrow. But look, I'm sorry Warner Brothers doesn't want to put Batman on TV. They just want Batman for film, but they'll throw everybody and their mama on TV. Okay? Yeah. The point is, I think Green Arrow shouldn't have a, a voice modulator, all right? It's, 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 it's corny, all right? When he does this corny, it doesn't work, okay? All right. Well, basically, um, what that long tangent was to say, James Gunn, don't rush nothing. Also, uh, Bernard likes camp. Bernard likes camp. I don't like Harley Quinn camp. There. Is that better? I don't like what they did to the character. I like the character... She's been leaning really that way. What 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 did you want her to do with that? What did you want them to do with her character? Because not only is what they're doing is successful, the show's getting like its fifth season and, and, and so forth. Her book is selling consistently. She's a, a icon is of it? pop culture. Yeah, she's doing well. She's always she always has a book. Let's say that. They don't just give books to no one. She always consistently Bro, has a book. Spider-Man. I should really look. Bro, they just literally created three new books for um Characters in DC who never even existed. They give they give characters books all the time. 
Yeah, they do. They, they'll try out a book, a character. They gave Black. Book. They gave Black Adam a book. Black Adam needs a. He deserves a book. He deserves one. It's he a mini series where he dies and gives his powers to somebody else. Who? Who? Who's like his great 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 grandson or something like that? There's probably more greats in there. Yeah, I mean, I just didn't want to keep going. Obviously, that's kind of Joker has that. At that point, well, Joker can get a book. He's that's fine. He wants you. But, but, I'm I saying, mean, but Joker's supposed to be dead, and Joker has been popping up in every single other book. I don't know what's going. Like, this is why I don't like DC, though. It's like their continuity's all over the place. It's very hard to keep up with things. Did you read that Amazon book yet? Wonder Woman with Tom oh, King thought, and Daniel no, Shapri. Shapri. Samprey. There we go. No, I haven't read it yet. All right, well, uh, I, want to, I want to pick your brain about that one. Anyways, uh, we get on topic. Here's another one. Random one. Marvel. Patsy Walker has a book. She's a cool okay. character. Yeah. Why can't she have a book? So, look, branding. Branding is important, all right? How many characters can test to being a, a girl boss like Patsy Walker? Mockingbird. Mockingbird has powers. Powers. Patsy Walker out here, girl bossing it, no powers. Uh, she has demonic powers, dude. What are you talking about? Patsy Walker, what is she, where the hell can't get demonic powers? She's had them for a while. She's been she's been an unpowered character, unless they just went in the last couple years, because her powers have always been martial arts only, Olympic athlete, an Olympic level athlete. That was it's, all it's, always her powers. It, it, it's, it's been a minute, dude. What do you call a minute? Like a few years? Yes. Because not every character needs powers, Marvel. And every character doesn't need a book. Why does Hawkgirl have a book? Hawkgirl? Sandra, uh, uh, Sandra, uh... Kendra Saunders? Kendra Saunders. Why don't I say Sandra? Yeah. Kendra Saunders, yes. Oh, it's a Shayera. Where the hell is Shayera? Shayera is Hawk Woman. Yes, I know. Where is she, though? Oh, this is a miniseries. It's like, Why? Bro, they gave Steel a miniseries. It's like this Dawn of the DC uh, was a reason to give everybody a miniseries. The Doom Patrol had a miniseries. Why are you so close to the damn um, screen? Because I'm reading something. You couldn't just zoom in? She had always had these abilities. That's crazy. Yeah. But, all right, enough of that. So, we were talking about money earlier. And this is just a quick little snippet. So... Uh, Jeff Bezos, why? After how many years has Amazon Prime been around? They are going to start giving, uh, they're going to start rolling out ads for Prime Video for movies and TVs um, in early 2024. So if you want the ad free tier, you have to pay an additional $2.99 a month, which is going to make your subscription $17.99. It's like, why? What you mean? How much, is, how much is my Amazon right now? Fifteen ninety nine. What are you talking about? It's more because I have subtax on the mind. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, because you got Audible and what else? That's it, right? You don't got Amazon. Uh, I have Audible, Kindle? AMC, Kindle? AMC Plus. Kindle? I have AMC Plus in my. I like other subscriptions. Oh, so you probably paying like forty dollars? Uh, it's not forty, but it's it's more than the base. Damn, All right, so currently, yeah, currently I'm paying for uh, I, it's it's creeped. I'm paying fourteen nine right now for the Prime. 
That's just and, the standard. So that doesn't yeah. include your AMC Plus or anything. And then, and then the wife is adding stuff on too now. Like she's sleeping, sleeping stuff in here as well. All I know is Amazon out here tripping. Yeah. So she, she, Britbox is her because she likes watching old school Doctor Who. And then uh, MGM Plus is, is also her. So she added on that. So in total, what is our prime in total? And then don't forget, I got Kindle Unlimited. I got Kindle Unlimited and I got Audible. Yeah. Okay, I might be at forty dollars. <laughs> I told you, but it's a lot of. Um, but okay, I hate doing this, and I don't often do this. But uh, technically, this isn't out of pocket. So, and it, again, Prime isn't just video; it's also next day shipping or two day shipping. So that's big. All right, next, if you like to read books as much as I do, a Kindle limited account is again a to savings me. because yeah, that's that's. Separate. We're talking about what you get with Prime. So what you get with Prime is you get Prime Video, you get the basic Amazon Music, and the free one day or two day shipping, depending on how much you spend. Uh, yes. Prime just went up last year. So why are we getting charged for ads for something that we've been using for like the longest? This is just basically, in my opinion, a retaliation for the writer's strike because they're obviously going to come to like some type of agreement within like the next week or so because they're they're actually in meetings at the time of this recording. So I'm thinking something's gonna come ahead of this. Maybe. Um I don't think it's retaliation, but um because I don't forget, put um Disney Plus is gonna stop letting you share passwords. Uh I think they said in October. And okay, it's supposed to go up in price. Alright, so monthly yeah so monthly games you also um prime gaming too. Yeah but I mean who uses Prime Gaming? People do. It's a, it's a it's a service they offer. The point is, it's not whether you use it. It's where it's 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 that it's there Bro, in the package. Yeah, but I forget that's there because you got to remember when we signed up for Prime, all we knew was free shipping, free two day shipping. Yeah, how we much started, was it back then? Like, like five ninety nine, ten ninety nine, ten ninety nine, ten ninety nine, and over the course of like six years, it's going up to basically fifteen dollars after tax. Yep. So uh and now, all, you want to charge free almost an yeah, add free music. For ads? Yeah, 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 add free music. But it's not all the music. So if it's you want that, you gotta get yeah. yeah, you have to get unlimited. Yeah. Uh Amazon Originals, but that's fine. Okay. Uh Whole Foods, you shop at Whole Foods. I don't know what benefits you get from Whole Foods though. Bro, did you barely get any benefits at Whole Foods? Basically, the benefits at Whole Foods, it has to be something on sale. So perfect example. If you go in there and you go to the hot bar, you're not gonna save on any on on the food. And the food at Whole Foods is expensive. It's eleven dollars a pound, as opposed to most places where it's like either five or seven. You all right? Why are you just sitting there with your mouth agape? No, I'm like so looking at all the stuff they offer with the prime benefits. Because if they start bundling things together in addition to raising it, that might be fair. Well, anyway, let's continue. So, Mary, what's your next story? Um, I'm just, I'm just getting okay. disappointed about this. Why is nothing getting upset about? Why are you so upset, bro? I'm broke. Okay, well, I'm sorry, we're all broke. I mean, what are you gonna do? So you need to have the same energy as me. Oh well, it's not a big deal if they give you all this. We don't use half the crap that they give us. So I'm not my, talking about uh, your add-ons. I'm talking about the basic stuff that comes with Prime. You don't use Prime Gaming. You don't use Amazon Music. You don't use the discount at Whole Foods. And whatever else is in there, all you use is shipping the Prime Video. 
That's the bare essentials of what Prime was. And that's the bare essentials. So that's all we use. You don't give a crap about any of that other crap you named except for the stuff you added on. One would say the bare necessities. Shut up. I knew you was going to say that. <laughs> Look for the bare necessities. Shut up. Can you please just go? Can you please just go? All right. Because we've been talking hey, for 40 minutes. Hades, Hades 2 has entered. Uh, did I talk about this? Hades 2 entering an early access quarter two next year? Last week. Yes, you did. Oh, what we did talk about. Did we talk about Marvel's Avengers? No. No. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Marvel's Avengers. This is going. This this ties into what you were talking about a couple weeks ago. Marvel's Avengers is going on sale for the last time before it's delisted uh, forever off of all the the store sites, the store pages. I think but, it's only on Steam. I mean, no, I think Steam, Windows. Um, I don't think you can get it on um, on uh, Xbox Live or uh, and yeah, PSN. It's off all the digital stores. And honestly, you're gonna have a hard time finding it physical too, unless you buy a use. Well, I'm glad I got two copies. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> it's I mean, order. it's four ninety nine at GameStop. It's twenty five dollars for the PS five version at Amazon. Uh, the deluxe edition for the PS four is also twenty five dollars. PS five pre owned is nineteen ninety nine at GameStop. So, yeah, I mean it. Looks like it is still available. Yeah, it's three ninety nine on uh, the PlayStation Store. Right for now, but at the end of the month, it's going to go away. Yeah, the sale ends on the twenty eighth. And it's like it's, it's like this game. I've never seen a game fail as hard as this game. I mean, and the funny thing is, this game is just like Call of Duty. Like all the maps are the same. You you basically go through the same type of repetition, but the only difference was. They gave you all the story, the additional DLC stories for free in the characters. The only thing you really had to pay for was skins. So, okay, I'm trying to look at the DLC for this this game. I guess there's no DLC left for this game, huh? No, the last thing was uh, Black Panther. So, is, it all, is that all of it inside the Definitive Edition? Uh, it's all free, dude. So, if you, if you play the game, you just literally... Yeah. There's uh-huh. nothing left to get for this game. Basically, yeah. Once it's it's ninety percent off on Steam right now, so it's it's four dollars, and uh, yeah, it's up and it ends at um uh, September thirty eighth. Yeah, oh, and I guess all the yeah all the uh, DLC I guess is in here. So Spider Man, Black Panther, uh, Hawkeye. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Spider Man's PlayStation only. Oh, okay. Well, who, who cares? All right. So, but yeah, all the uh, uh, Lady Thor. Jane Foster Thor. So you have all these pieces in there. And um, yeah, I guess that's all. And I, I guess everything in the game is free. Like all the gear that you would normally buy, the storefront just, is just unlocked, right? Question is, is that storefront well, going to well, stay I, working? Well, if you still have the game downloaded, I think it's only if you had it up until March, you were able to get all, like, the, all, the, all the movie skins, all the like. All the good skins. So, like, if you want to, like, you know, Phase One Captain America suit, Cap Wolf, you know, um, Old Man Hawkeye, things of that nature, I think you only had until March. All that sounds. The last dumb. software update. Like I said, it was just mainly skins. So, like, if you want to, like, they really should have done one of the different Marvel this because it's like all that does not sound appealing. You know, 
It's like if they would have just made again. I'm talking a broken record, but if they would have just put more into the single player experience and Samir, yeah, I'm gonna stop you right there because guess what? They did that with Guardians of the Galaxy and nobody bought that. Yeah, you know why? Because Square Enix, Square Enix shit the bed. That's why. Like it sucks that it sucks that Guardians was so good. It's not just the Marvel stuff. Square Enix has just been shitting the bed. Period. Unless I, I said, I think I said this last week. Unless it's Final Fantasy, it ain't gonna make no money. Because bro, we talked about Forspoken. I just saw that on sale for twenty dollars at Best Buy. Yeah, that's a shame too. That game had some vision, but it, the execution was all off. Yeah, I mean, can we just admit that if it's not Kingdom Hearts or Final Fantasy, no one's really checking for Square Enix like that. Because what other properties do they have? That they had they had um, Tomb Raider under their belt, but they sold that for some reason. Yeah, yeah, and that actually brings me up to my next story. So, Tomb Raider one through three, the classic Helios version, are being remastered for the PlayStation, Xbox, Steam remastered, and not remade. No, no, it's a, it's a, it's a. They call it a remaster, but you know, uh, Lara isn't all. She don't got pixelated boobs. So they polished it. So it's huh. just look at the trailer. It's basically a remake. They just call it Tomb Raider Remaster. I mean, I, again, yeah, remake is from the ground up. So I don't think it's that. I know. Yeah. Well, I mean, bro, just watch the damn trailer real quick. It's 34 seconds. But now? Yes, now. Oh, my God. But yes, so it's going to be um, coming out on Valentine's Day of next year, and it looks like Aspire Media is the ones who are actually doing it. But yeah, so that's why I'm like, okay, um, it looks pretty decent. I mean, will I get it? I don't know. Because I honestly, I the only Tomb Raider out of the original trilogy I played was Tomb Raider 2, and I never got past that damn tiger. Whack. Also, now who didn't answer, who didn't answer your phone? It's the landline. What what decade do you live in? Yeah, my phone is on Do Not Disturb. Shoot, I got a notification about a potential government shutdown. But yeah, well, I'm glad this. Um, I'm glad the remastered edition uh, exists. I was never really that big of a fan of this version of her, but I, I'm glad it exists. But that's not true. I like the version. I didn't like the gameplay. Same. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely jumped like, in. It was a janky story, like not as far as like plot wise goes, it's just like as far as direction goes. Yeah, no. So first of all, I played Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider Underworld on the 360 when that came out. That was a fun game. I played that all the way through. But um, and then obviously that's and that's that's funny because that's when Crystal Dynamics took over. They they created Tomb Raider Legends, which was a, re- a remaster, a remake. And then I they Crystal get, Dynamics was a part of Tomb Raider from the jump. No, 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 they weren't. Edios was. I thought it was Edios and Crystal Dynamics. So Edios, so cool. uh, Edios, I think, was bought out by Square Enix, right? That that was the thing. Yeah. And Crystal Dynamics came in as a developer to work on uh, the Edios property, Tomb Raider, from Tomb Raider Legend, and then they did Tomb Raider Underworld, and then that's when Tomb Raider got the hard reboot in 2012, which gave us. The uh, Chris Dynamic era that, that everyone loved. They gave us the modern iteration of, of uh, Laura Croft. Yeah, I thought they always did the original um, trilogy. I kind of want to go back and play some Tomb Raider now. Like the, 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 
from the beginning, like 2012, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and then Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Those games were really fun. That's who it was. It was core, not um, freaking whatchamacallit. Yeah, it was core design. Anyways, uh, get to, to wrap it all up, uh, Marvel's Avengers sucks, and it's getting delisted. Oh, well. I mean, it didn't suck. It was just the multiplayer. People were just like, oh, it's repetitive. It is repetitive! But here's the issue, Samira. All multiplayers are repetitive. So why do we not act like... Okay, why are you shaking your head? What multiplayer isn't repetitive? There's tons of multiplayers that aren't repetitive. And, and mind you, repetition isn't inherently bad. But when you make it... First off, you have to make people work for something. Like, for instance, with with, uh, mostly with MMOs, right? You're grinding for gear. You're grinding for loot, right? You're grinding for stat bonuses and things like that. I, people you also don't sound want, like you're talking about Avengers right now. Right, but people didn't want to do that with Avengers. That's the thing. That's, you got to understand some okay. people don't want... But here's also the thing that annoys me. It's Square Enix. What were you expecting? I, we were expecting them to not shit the bed. That's what we wanted them to do. And they shat the bed. So... Yeah, well, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. Well, now you can buy Marvel's Avengers for $4. And Okay, I will defend this game. The story mode was fun from what everyone attested to. The story mode, if they would have limited the story you. mode and put all the resources into the story mode, we would have a great, a great game to play. We could have, we could have had an Arkham uh, series, but for the Avengers, and it would have been great, it would have been cool, and that's it. That's all we needed. But no, they had to make it a game as a service. Bro, Square Enix is falling off. Like I said, if it ain't Final Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts, people don't give a shit. But uh, uh, since we're talking about video game news... They, they, now, they lost some money this year because of the, all their other ventures, like Forspoken and things like that. But and you NFT. gotta understand... Yeah, NFTs, but you gotta understand, they're still making money off of their Final Fantasy properties. Like That's what I'm saying. That's money. the only thing that's keeping the lights on. Right. But and you, you say like, bro, you and say you like they don't like support. Final Fantasy... No, no, no. I'm not saying they're on life support, but I'm saying people are getting tired. Of, you you see the backlash that people had with Final Fantasy 16. Keep in mind, neither one of so well. But I, that, but that I game is so well. Once again, once again, games can sell well, but when people start to play them, they're going to get on Twitter and start to talk shit. Perfect example, our boy Poopa, he, he was like, what the fuck is this? This is not a Final Fantasy game. And that's because they snatched the life quote him. him. Well, he wasn't the only one. I might be misquoting him with somebody else. But they snatched the fight coordinator from Devil May Cry, and people were saying this plays like a Devil May Cry game. So, yeah. But since we're kind of in the vein of video game news, you want to talk about Mortal Kombat and all the things uh, that came out? All right. So, so yeah, I'm going to start with a little small bit. So, NetherRim actually tried to get John Wick to be a, a playable character in this game, and they just couldn't get the license to the Lionsgate set now. Uh, Yeah. That, I so mean, I don't, I don't think it was. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it was because Keanu already gave his license in the project CD Project Red for Johnny Silverhand and Cyberpunk or what. But I mean, who knows? All right, what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about Switch or we want to talk about Megan Fox? Um, well, let's talk about. Okay, so the data. So Mortal Kombat One got data mined, and uh, they found evidence that the DLC characters in the game include. Um, Likely include Cassie Cage and Noob Saibot, along with uh, such guest characters as Ghostface from Scream and Conan the Barbarian. So, you Ghostface... You said you butcher that name wrong, huh? What, Conan the Barbarian? Ghostface from Scream? What, no. Who's the name? I... Con- it's C- Conan. 
Not what did I say? Kone. Kone. All right, who cares? All right. And uh, I, 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 so, I, I, I hardly thought of that butchering, by the way. It's, I was one syllable off. All right. So, yeah, I think that's cool. I, I, we're missing a lot of the combat kids, as they were called, from uh, Mortal Kombat 10, Mortal Kombat well, X. So I clicked on the link that you posted because, once again, you just read, like, the main tweet. So this is from the Thinny, who yeah. has a blue check. It's not a gold check, so not necessarily, you know, a credit source. Just somebody paid Elon $8 for uh, Twitter. So they said, this is the uh, DLC data mine tweet. After digging it, after digging with, after digging more with the intros, there is evidence for the following, char- following characters. New Cybot, uh, Cyrex, isn't Cyrex already in the game? Uh, Snoop Cybot and, uh, yeah, Cyrex is a, um, a Human? cameo. He's a cameo. Okay. Because it just says Cyrex robot. Uh, Kotal slash He-Man slash Conan, Ghostface, an unknown girl, Jade, Cassie Cage, and Kung Jin. Yes. Now you say that like, oh, there's no, there's no evidence of that. But look who's posting this, um, this, uh, this, uh, rumor. Yeah, like I said, like you can pay for people. It. People criticize IGN, but come on, they don't just sit there and run on rumors like a hundred. Lately, man, IGN kind of just been doing that. IGN is starting to turn into um, Variety. Like they ain't got no news to really talk about, so they just you know, Variety has like, some news. Person. Bro, Variety is doing goddamn reviews on Lost, a show that ended 15 years ago. Has it been 15 years? I don't know, but it's been a minute. I saw that tweet. I'm like, bro, slow news, slow news week. Well, they're doing articles on Lost. No, no, that's not true. Because Lost came out that they uh, someone whistleblowed on how toxic the, the set was for Lost. That was no, different. they weren't talking about that. They were doing a review on a season of Lost. They didn't bring up anything that happened on set. Okay, that's weird. All right. Anyways, moving on. Um, yeah. So, I, I, okay. So, all these characters. This seem is what cool. happens when you have no new content? Like, all these characters are cool. Um, I'm fine with the guest characters. I'm I'm indifferent to guest characters. I'm, full full disclosure. I usually don't care for guest characters. I feel like they take up slots for actual Mortal Kombat characters. For a series yeah. that has as many characters as Mortal Kombat does, I don't want to waste those slots on guest characters that don't mean anything to the lore. But that's just me. I'm a sticker for that sort of thing. I mean, if it's all under the Warner Brothers umbrella, I mean, yeah, sure, why not? Just stop putting Joker in every goddamn Mortal Kombat. No, this is what annoys me about that. So, like, Injustice, there was no reason to put Mortal Kombat characters in Injustice. And vice versa, there was no reason to put Joker in Mortal Kombat. Like, why waste the slots? Like they had, they had like, yeah. But there's so yeah, many but characters. Here's they the thing, get. though, with injustice, with injustice, they started going the path of the of the actual comic that was written by Tom Taylor. That's fine. It pretty no, no. But all those characters, more or less, were already in there. So I mean, maybe they just wanted to add in who else? They added in three characters. Scorpion, they didn't get everybody. There was there was more people that they could have added. I'm just trying, bro. I read all. I read the comic for five years. So I'm just trying to think who could they have put in there because Dinah. They brought a Green Arrow back from an alternate universe, so he was in there. Dinah. The only thing that made me mad, Dinah actually became a Green Lantern. No Green Lantern for that. Um, I'm trying to think who who else in that comic 
Like, I didn't I mean, do it in Justice Comic, but I mean, I'm like, bro, because I'm, I'm just thinking, I'm like, bro, don't nobody want to play as Alfred? Well, no. Why would you put Alfred in the game? <laughs> because basically, he was in the comic, and they gave everyone super pills. So if you if you were a regular human and you took these pills, you could go toe to toe. Right. I'm saying that I get that, but I'm just wondering. There's other characters. They, they, they you mean tell me they use all the characters in, that, in the entire Justice uh, series? Off, off, off the top of my head. Who I can think of, yes, because Billy Batson died in the first one. Uh, Clark killed him. Which I'm brown, really trying. I'm really at a loss. Only person I could wait was Sinestro in one of the games. I feel like he was yeah. in the first one. He was in one of them. He was in two. I, he might have been two because I thought no, he Hal was in two. Hal and Atrocitus. Yeah, Hal Atrocitus, Atrocitus was also in two. two. Yeah, Atrocitus yeah, is definitely there. I, I, but yeah, but, but they could. They could. There you go. They could add more. Uh, more lantern characters. They can, they could have to add more. Um, no, I mean, no, that, that was basically all the lantern characters. Like, I don't even think Atrocitus was in the book because uh, uh, they wiped out the Green Lanterns. I mean, the only person they would probably add would be Acrylo. All right. Well, we had to sidetrack The point yeah, is, yeah. The point is, I don't. I, I, if you have characters put in there, Mortal Kombat even more so. They have a, a large pantheon of characters. I don't see a reason why they need to reserve slots for Conan the Barbarian or uh, Ghostface from Scream. I mean, maybe Ghostface might be kind of cool, but I don't know. I don't want to see it. Ghostface particularly is like just some whack job with, with a with a Bowie knife. What's he going to do? It's always somebody who's either got you know some type of issue with Sydney, somebody who fucked Sydney, somebody who Sydney killed, um, relative, blah 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 blah. Um, but here's my issue with this game. Why can't your um, your um, your side characters also be your main? Like, what if I want to no, play? No, that's not how it works. No, that's not. How it I works. know that's not it. how it works. I'm saying, why, why can't it work that way? It's like because that's not how they design so the gotta, game. The cameo is specifically there to to supplement your assist. main cast. Yes, that is I it. They're that. just they're just equipments. They're not even and, in the story. I don't like that. They're not even, yeah, they're barely in the story. Like some of the cameos are in the story, most of them aren't. Like Striker is not in the story. He's just there. Yeah, it's like, bro, Striker ain't been in the game since what? Mortal Kombat 2, 3? Uh he was in Mortal Kombat 9, I think. Was he? I think he was. Let's look this up real quick. Yeah, I want to say he was in there. Mortal Kombat 9 roster. Uh yeah, he was. 2011 reboot, yes. Yeah. Curtis Stryker. Yeah, it tells you. So, what, two games as a playable character and one as a side dish? I don't think he was. He was, was he in two games or just one? He was in Mortal Kombat 3 and 9. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's you count that one. Yes. Yeah. Count the entire franchise that I can think of. All right. So, um, what do we want to talk about next? Megan Fox? Uh, yeah. Okay, so Megan Fox is playing the character Natara. Her voice acting is rough. About. Yeah, her voice acting is pretty <laughs> rough, um, and rough people are a little people are a little uh, upset about it. And it, it's the problem is if you compare oh, her to, to the rest of the cast. The yeah, if you compare it to the rest of the cast, the, the all the voice actors are in their bag, like they're putting in the work. They're 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 just chewing the scenery. Everyone's doing a great job, and she comes through, and it seems like it's just like she don't got like she's just, it's not there. It's not there. 
right. And I don't and, and I'm not gonna say she's a bad actress. She's just not a good voice actor. Don't worry, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna insert a clip right here. You condemn Vaternus to extinction. My realm won't die so that yours can live. Bihan works alongside you. I've had stranger bedfellows. If you would only feed on lower species. Humans are a lower species. We outnumber your clan ten to one. Even so, we will still emerge victorious. Are you as nourishing as you look? Something you won't ever know. You return home hungry, Nitara. I won't leave until I feed. Had you ever known hunger, you wouldn't judge us. I have, and I will. We, we, we can take the flag for it, but I'm obviously um, dispute it as a point of reference. Well, okay. oh, for the for her voice acting in the game, y yes, bro. Yeah, it's just not it's not going over well, and it's like I and the crazy part is like oh my god, every time the character opens her mouth, I'm like it just kills the scene, like it just pulls me out of there by immersion. Here we go. Somebody said, "What the fuck is up with Megan Fox's voice acting in Mortal Kombat One? Two dead skull emojis." Video games need to stop hiring voice uh, need to stop hiring movie actors for no reason and start paying their voice actors better, which I agree with. Yes. Now, with that being said, some some um, some actors really do a good job. Like I hear Edges Alba's uh, uh, per performance in um, in Cyberpunk is amazing. Okay, but here's the thing though: we know Idris Elba can act, can voice act. Nigga, we saw Sonic too. We also the way saw he brought Knuckles to life. Yeah, we also saw Zootopia. I didn't see Zootopia. I didn't even know a nigga was Zootopia. Shame, shame, shame. Bro, I don't have to watch every single Pixar movie out there. No, but just watch some of them. Like, damn, like what was your reason for watch? not watching Zootopia? I just didn't watch it. There was no reason. Just didn't oh, see it. Man. Racist ass. Perfect nigga. example. How I'm racist against animals? I don't know. <laughs> you suck for not watching Zootopia. You're racist against furries. I mean, I mean, did you watch Cars? Yes. Two and three. Yes. Now I think Cars is the weakest, one of the weakest uh, Pixar properties. But Zootopia, which by the Zootopia is actually Bro. a Disney property, not a Pixar property, by the way. But um, even then, I was just about to say, I don't watch every Disney property. Perfect example. Nigga, did you watch Planes? Planes wasn't even good, though. <laughs> That's the whole point. I don't think Planes was good. <laughs> Planes was... <laughs> yeah, Planes was trash. Like, dude, legit, Planes was trash. I did like, not even try to fall out of my chair like that. Like, yo, look at, look at, look at the cast. Dan Cook, Val Kilmer... Gabriel Iglesias, such the entertainer. They got the B-list over here. Wow, bro. Don't you dare call a king of comedy B-list. What's wrong with you? About to make me say you what Envy told Tyrese. Be disrespectful out of box your mouth. And like Gabriel Iglesias is a slouch. What's wrong with you? Dane Cook, I don't know. He a hit or miss. All right. So... You, you want to talk more about the uh, the Mortal Kombat fiasco that is the Nintendo Switch port? Oh, yeah. The Switch port is and, trash. And, and, and IGN not doing their due diligence? Yeah. I'm just, it's, uh, the whole situation is weird because, again, why is it only one streamer talking about it? I haven't seen anyone else talk about this. No one else bought, bought, called them out on it. It's like the evidence isn't the math is the math thing. 
if this is a controversy that you're saying it is, oh, IGN live, why is only one streamer with 2,000 subscribers the only one that bought it up? I don't know, man. Exactly. We don't. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. IGN's the only one that's really out there poking fun at the Swiss port, admittedly. Yes, I really seen, are. But at the same time, this guy's the only dude that called them out on it. Like, this, none of this whole situation makes sense. Yeah, so, so guys, if you've been living under a rock, uh, the initial download of Mortal Kombat 1 on the Nintendo Switch does not look good. <laughs> and when I say it does not look good, it looks like, I don't know, but Samir, give me, give me a negative adjective. Uh, atrocious? Thank you. It looks very atrocious. And um, so... Now, to be clear, to be clear, there are other okay. There are other prop, uh, other publications. Polygon um, is is uh, they stated something. Let's see who else did something. Who said something else? Who else I think IGN obviously said something. Uh, BBC yeah. uh, says okay. Nintendo Switch yeah. version will be fixed, says Boss. So this is the BBC, the British Broadcasting Channel. They said that it will be fixed yeah. later. Um, Let's see, GameSpot said uh, a huge company. A oh, huge look at this. IGN actually made a post saying that NetherRealm's Ed Boon promised to fix it off of Nintendo Switch version of Mortal Kombat 1. Yeah. So I don't know what this particular guy said. That's what I'm saying. It's like he said, there's a day one patch. No one's talking about it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, and mind you, I saw the comparison. like, damn, he's still like trash. But it's like they're not totally broken. But I'm like, why is no one else talking about this day one patch this guy's talking about? Yeah. Um. As recent as a few days ago, uh, big publications were talking about this thing's broken. This looks like trash. No one's talking about the uh, the one switch. Yeah, the one I actually found the I actually found the guy on Twitter, and he he kind of went in on it. And like, there's a whole thread. So somebody actually posted four days ago after playing over sixty hours of Mortal Kombat. Oh, um, why the hell did he say Mortal Kombat eleven? Well, he referenced Mortal Kombat 11. Mortal Kombat 11 looks pretty good on the Switch. Yeah. But Mortal Kombat 1 looks like garbage. Yeah, I mean. That's what, it just it doesn't add up. That's what I'm saying. Why is this guy the only one talking about it? He's the only one that talked about the day one patch. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so. Yeah, let me go back to his main tweet. Like, is there a day one patch that even exists? How about that? All right, IG in India says uh, Mortal Kombat Day One patch. No, that's for the main one though. Yeah. Okay. So IG in India, um, Mortal Kombat Day One patch arrives and fixes bugs and improvement. Uh, Nintendo Switch players disappointed with graphics and FPS. Um, yeah, because I am um, looking at several articles from two days ago. The point it doesn't this patch. If it, it even exists, I don't, I'm starting not to believe this guy at all, actually. Because the evidence, the evidence is there's tons of evidence saying that the game is broken. There isn't any evidence saying that there's a day one patch that exists that fixes the game like this guy talks about. How is he the only one in the vastness of the internet that knows about this? It sounds like he's just fishing for, for clicks and views. It's a possibility. It, it seems likely. You yeah, get a lot. And he gets like a bunch of pictures and, and comparisons, but I'm like, no one else is talking about this game, and no one is talking about this uh, this patch the way this guy is. Like, is there a patch? So, so far, based on my Google search, there doesn't seem to be one. Mortal Kombat as a whole, 
received the day one patch. Like there was a day one patch for the game as a whole, but I don't see uh, it, it's not it's not for the Switch version. Yeah, because I'm looking at it now. I mean, yeah, like obviously the backgrounds are still going to be a little bad because it's a Switch. I mean, but it still doesn't even look as polished as you know as right. As so like, you know, console I, version. I'm going to have to call cap on this dude until more people talk about it and until there's actual evidence of a patch on the Switch. Okay. Because I should be able to say they. Uh, I should be able to Google Mortal Kombat One Switch patch and see what comes up. And right now, two days ago, in Nintendo Life, the the, the website for that. Uh, is absolutely getting an update on the Switch, says Ed Boon. They're getting an update. And then B- the BBC said, uh, Ed Boon says it will be fixed. Will be. Future tense. Game rant. Uh, the Switch is getting, uh, could be getting uh, Switch fixes soon. Um, but there's no one saying that there's a day one patch available for the Switch version. There's a day one patch available for the other versions. Yes. Yeah, I'm just still seeing it says... Um... It was panned. Um, people saying that. Um, I just think this guy is just, just on IGN. That's what I'm saying. Because IGN isn't even the only one talking about this. They may be one of the few people releasing videos and screenshots of it, but every uh, there's a ton of articles online talking about this. Tons of articles. Yeah. I mean, the decision to charge $70 for this game, and it looks this garbage, like, oh, boy. It's called a robbery, yes. Point is, I think this dude is capped, and I'm not. I'm gonna elect to not um, believe him. Yeah, I mean, sorry, FGC Daily. <laughs> All right. So, the Xbox Series S actually is selling more than the Xbox Series. What the hell is the other one called? X. One. Yeah, X. X. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously people are going to buy the cheaper version. I mean, it's what? Basically half the price? What is it? 200 Why, though? It's, a, it's the, the, the hardware is weaker. Simple. Money, Samir. Money. I feel like if you got enough money for a Series S, just wait a bit and buy a Series X later and save honestly, your money. Honestly, I was talking to a friend of the podcast, Jared. He said he was going to get the Series S. I'm like, bro, just wait because... This way, you can still buy physical disc. And it's not even disc. It's, have, it's a graphical ground. No, I'm, graphical no, ground I went into that as well. I'm, I'm like, bro, you, you have a 4K TV. You really want to step down? I mean, to like 2K. 2K is fine. Just, just get just. That's what it is. That's what the S is. It's 2K. It's, yeah, it's, it's 2K. yeah. It's 1440. The issue, yeah, the other, and there's right, other right. issues brought with the, the Series S, not the 2K. And it's got less memory as well. Yeah. Like, games aren't big. Bro, you download two games, that thing might be full. Hang on. Let me see what the Xbox Series X is sitting at in terms of price. I think it's 250 It's um, either 250 or $350. Best Buy. Hang on. Okay, $500 and $300. Okay, that's a big difference. I see why it's appealing to buy the Series S, and I'm like, I don't know. I saw just save your money and buy the Series X, y'all. If you want an Xbox, it's like the well, dude, the Series S is single handedly hobbling um, uh, the video game industry because people who want to make AAA games 
they have to make it for the Series S. And it's it's been yeah, so God hard. Nights. That's not the only reason why that game sucks. But yeah. That's one of the reasons. That's the main reason. It ain't the main reason. Main reason is games as a service. Games as a service killed that game. No one wants to grind for gear in that game, sir. Stop yeah. defending like trash. It is why are you grinding yeah, for man. gear? It got it got locked at 30 frames per second in a lot of games nowadays. They make you grind for gear. So why are we acting like that's not the, the standard now for video games? Superheroes shouldn't have to grind for gear. Yeah, it sounds good, but eh. Yeah, it sucked. That's why everyone hates that game. You can, uh, but right, you can love the game, all right. But it's like when you the, the criticism is easily found. Just Google Gotham Knights, and you'll see all the negative reviews on that game, all the negative criticisms. So I mean, defend it. You can love the game. Just saying the game sucks. Just, just let just let it suck. It's fine. I'm not saying, Samir. I'm not saying that the game doesn't have issues. I'm saying that. People are complaining about a game where you grind for gear. Like we don't play Final Fantasy. Final Call Fantasy, Duty, yeah. Final and, Fantasy is a is a is a multi master multiplayer online game in a fantasy setting. You are you you no, go no, into I mean that like, mindset. No, I mean like, I mean like Final Fantasy seven, eight, 15, oh, things like that. So funny story about Final Fantasy seven rebirth or uh, remake. You didn't grind that much. You grind less for gear in Final Fantasy seven remake than you do in um, Gotham Knights. Yes. yes. You do. It's significantly less, actually. And also, the gameplay is way more fun in, in Final Fantasy VII, if you want to get with that. Also, the RPG mechanics are, are more cult. Alright? The issue is, when you build, when you when you mess with the material and upgrade your weapons in Final Fantasy VII, you get a huge boost and it, there's, there's numbers. The math is mathing in that game. With Gotham Knights, the, the, the upgrade is so incremental and, and negligible, why do you even bother? No. It's significant. If you get the if you get a if you get good amount of gear, you'll see the difference. Mm. Now then the juxtapose that was with uh with Sony's uh Sony Spider Man, there's a huge difference in the skills and in the different suit abilities that you get in that game. That game lets you, you know, live the fantasy of the character. I the problem is they're getting in the way of the fantasy. That's the issue. I mean, you can stick with the basic suit if you want to. And can you can you play the game effectively that way? Yeah, you can, because you don't have to level up your gear as long as you level up your character. Yeah, it's going to be a bit of a grind to. Also, what the characters weren't, weren't all the many enemies kind of spongy in that game too? Huh? What the fuck weren't they spongy? spongy? Yeah, damage sponges. No, they weren't. No. I was impressed. I was I, I could have sworn I heard that all the enemies that, that they get higher they were spongy like they just took damage you know instead of being getting better mechanics. No, uh, they were like they were different types of enemies. So there were your shooters, there were your brawlers, there were your heavies, there were your um your weapons based. So like the leave assassins things like that. So like obviously the the bigger enemies are gonna be able to take more damage than like you know the smaller people. Bro, what do you want to talk about? Because we've been talking for almost an hour and a half, and we ain't even get to no reviews yet. I mean, damn, like, like you, uh, segments. yeah, but shoot, you got sort of beat, man? I'm having a good time here. <laughs> I'm tired. My back hurts. Oh, my God. On there. Let's, since Bernard needs to get his his little Wally. I mean, and, we uh, can get keep going. Blanket. I mean, but, but I'm not going to start editing until, like, probably 3 o'clock in the morning. Don't edit so, it. When we're done, I'm going to yeah. take... We got we got a couple things we got to talk about. Um, 
Okay, yeah, so hang on. on. I'm gonna take a nap, but then I'm gonna get. All right, let's 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 rapid fire a, a couple of the uh, last bit of the stories we have. I want to get rid of some of these. Um, all right. All right. So NFTs are trash. NFTs are trash, and uh, people have lost. Uh, let me see. Oh, more than 23 million people have lost their investments now. They're now worthless. Um, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Star Citizen. Um, they have Star Citizen. How do you not know this? Okay, so Star Citizen is a is a crowdfunded game that um, basically has crowdsourced over six hundred million dollars, right? And basically, how do I put this? So they they are victim of a thing called uh, scope creep. Where scamming? No, not scamming. Scope creep. Okay, scope keep creep is where you have a vision. Of your game, and give a parameter of how far you can go and what you can deliver. And because the goals kept stretching and people kept dumping money on them, they had to stretch those goals. And it was very hard to deliver on some of those goals. And it's taking more time to deliver those goals. So now we have Star Citizen, which has been in development for uh, I want to say like ten. It's a long time, way more than it should. And wow. and it just now it just now hit alpha. Alpha 3.2 something, right? That's how in their development they are right now. And they, they're $600 million into development, which is crazy. Um, it, it has a huge it has a huge community, and um, and people are, are diehard fans of, of the game. And, you know, I think you can play it in some, in some shape or form now. If I'm not mistaken, you can play the game in alpha. But, uh, yeah, it, it, that's, that's a, uh, an example of scope creep. I don't know, man. It sounds like the people got scammed. We're gonna be talking about this six months later. You can play the game now, and it's in its, in its I mean, current where stage. Can you play the game? If I'm not mistaken, let me see. Uh, this is a website you can probably download it from. Somebody said I remember hearing about Star Citizen and getting so hyped that I bought uh, just about the best computer money uh, can buy. <laughs> computer can't even run modern AAA modern uh, games at minimum settings anymore. Yeah. Okay. So if you play story to the game currently, or just gameplay in vast locations, biggest gaming scam of history of all time. It's not even remotely close. LOL. Think of it this way: it's already inflation adjusted at twice the disclosed budget of uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven and the estimated budget of GTA five, which are two of the biggest budget games ever. I suppose that there is some case to be made that it's still technically a playable game, while much lower budget scams deliver absolutely nothing playable. And this is just people on Reddit. Yeah. So, awesome. yeah. So you can play, you can play the game now. Uh, you have to play. Uh, like for instance, if I wanted to get into the game now, I'd have to start with um, a minimum of forty five dollars USD to play the game. I wonder where where's this. Somebody said they spent. Uh, they were an original backer. They spent two hundred pounds on the game. I was one of the I was one of the first trench streamers on it. Then one day I said the game won't come out till 2018-2020. I've been threatened, mocked, insulted, made ridicule on other uh, streams because of, at that time the estimated release date was 2017. Over a period of 2 weeks as I refused to take back my words and they started fighting back and telling people that they were highly deluded if they thought the game would come out anytime soon, I almost lost all of my viewers. And look where we are now. I'm a loser streamer, but ah, I was right. I'm not sure anyone wanted anything <laughs> in that fight. 
<laughs> uh, it's crazy. Man, I'm just saying. If this game's been in development for this long. Look, I'm saying, I was just giving you an example of scope creep. That's what happened to the game. I don't think they were trying to scam anybody. Again, you can play the game now, okay? I just don't think it's, I, I can't necessarily call them a scam. It's just that they weren't, they weren't realistic with their goals and how they manage these, the expectations of their subscribers. That's all. They're like, hey, right. y'all. Next. Uh, We're working on the building fund. So like it, <laughs> gives, it gives Christian Church in the building fund. Yeah, I know. Did we, okay, okay. Spider-Man, uh, Marvel Spider-Man 2 has gone gold uh, ahead of its um, release on the PS5. Um, yeah, fuck all you Xbox users. Go play Lego Spider-Man, goddammit, because that's fuck us. Again, like, can we talk about how lame console wars are, Bernard? What was I that? Mean, that bro, was, bro, is this always... This... Don't do that, because you the PC guy. You always own Activision, Blizzard, Microsoft, Steam. I'm not on, I'm not on any of them. So first off, most PC players hate Blizzard, okay? They hate Epic. All right, some of them do be jocking Steam, but even then, we have issues with Steam as well. It's the it's the machine itself that we're into, all right, and the and the freedom it gives us. But again, I'm not going to sit there and say, "Oh yeah, I don't want any um, PC games going to console." No one does that. That is a weird thing to do. Samir, Samir, I got I got no problem with PC games going to console. You just, just did. You just, you just said it. Yeah, you just exactly. What is that? Why? What? I'm yeah. talking about the system. I'm not talking about Microsoft PCs. Right, but why don't you want Spider-Man on Xbox? I mean, why can't we get Crackdown on PlayStation? Okay. Crackdown. I want to be a I mean, big burly cop to shoot up shit. All right. Well, you didn't miss much. All right. I mean, I, I, I mean, um, where's Sunset Overdrive on PlayStation? Those are all Microsoft Studio games. Exactly. Right. I'm not saying that Spider-Man isn't a, 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 a Sony Studio produced game. I'm saying, what's the what? Why is the Venom? We know it's not going to the Xbox. It doesn't matter. It's just, but why? Why the Venom? It's weird. Anyways, on that just note, cause. Alana Pierce. If you remember her, she was a, a, a she was one of the uh, personnel from IGN. And she used to do the daily fix and stuff like that. She is now a yeah. writer at Sony Santa Monica. So this, this is a crazy thing that I saw on her stream, right? Apparently, somebody like added, like they, they took uh they took her stream. She was she was playing Starfield, which is a um a, a, a Xbox exclusive Microsoft game, right? So she was playing mm-hmm. Starfield, having a great time. And someone got in the comments like, oh, that's that's totally unprofessional because she works for Sony that she can't play any other games in Sony and they and, she, and then they tried to at her boss on Twitter saying hey so uh, Alana Pierce is playing Starfield and I'm like you what is your and, yeah right like what the the amount of console fanboy is it was embarrassing there like who is this guy and how does he function weird that's the strangest he thing that people help. he needs help so now I will give him some grace if she was playing Starfield at work at the Sony office. Even if she was, me. even if she was, then it's that still would be okay. Nah, nah. See, see, now nah, that's the Bow Wow story. So you know no. the Bow Wow story, right? When Bow Wow was doing like Mike. Okay, I, I, I don't, don't know the story. Had, 
Okay, so um, when Bow Wow was doing like Mike, he got to you know meet Michael Jordan and become friends with his kids. I don't remember whose shoes he was wearing. It might have been Allen Iverson's or somebody like that. Okay, Jordan said, "Don't you bring them shits in my house." Evidence that that that's more evidence that Michael Jordan is a is a is a douchebag. No, let me finish. No, okay. no, no, he's not. You know why? Because he gave Bow Wow every single pair of Jordans that were available at the time. He just don't want them shoes in his house. Why? Because hey, man, it's Jordan. He take that shit personal. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know. If, I don't know if AI, you know, crossed him up on the court. Or he what, did. But... Historically, he did. He did. The point is, um, you that, know, that's but a... then again, bro, you can't tell people how to react. And that's okay, that's fine. Like, it's like, but you can't. You can't. That's and this is why it's a known fact that Michael Jordan is a douchebag. All right, you can't say that. Oh no! Is it being petty or is it being a douchebag? Because perfect. How old was Bow? How old was Bow Wow? Was he like what fifteen at the time? That's a goddamn child. Why are you being mean to a child? He just said. He just said he he wasn't being mean. He just said, "Don't bring the shoes in my house." That's not. He said, "You can't come in." That's like he being mean to a child. So Samir, yes, Samir. Okay, so no, we're going we're going to reflect this back to you now. Okay, go on, Dad. So I tell you, get your get your damn kids get your get your quote unquote kids away from my computer. Okay. You being mean, well, Bernard. I don't know what you're talking about. Look at Emerson. She's just on the computer, you know, just you know, having fun. Knocks over all the podcast equipment. Now I told her get your cat. What have I been wrong? She didn't. Yeah, do she did she do didn't that. that. No, no, she, she did. Exaggerated. She she knocked over one piece of equipment. Tiny, tiny little piece of equipment. Samir, it wasn't even a microphone. Yeah. Samir. Samir. She knocked over everything. She knocked over the one piece of equipment that was plugged into everything. So I don't recall it. I don't receive her. I don't recall that happening that way. If I'm, I think you're. I okay. think you're remembering it differently. You're I'm, exaggerating. No, I'm. I am not exaggerating. I will tell you what episode it is right now, so you can go well, listen. It has, it's a title. I do yeah. believe. No, no, no. You're thinking of I don't want your cat to get electrocuted. I'm talking about the episode where we reviewed the Batman. Um, hold on one second. No, episode 80, Stop Slandering Costco featuring Carl and Eric. Yeah. I remember the episode because we had issues, we had technical issues with the microphone because we, we couldn't figure out who the directional was. Because, um, no, audio. because Eric didn't turn on his mic. Oh, man. I told everybody to turn on their mic. Eric don't Anyway, we get our <laughs> topic. Anyway, the point is, console fandom is silly. Buy what you want to, play on what you want to, but this weird yes. exclusivity is weird. It's weird. All right. Um, next thing is uh, the Marvels has officially uh, has an official budget of two hundred and seventy million, making it one of the uh, most expensive movies ever. One of the I most think, expensive Marvel movies ever. Uh, yes, Marvel, Marvel Studios movies ever. So I think they can make this money. I, I want this movie to succeed. I love all the actors and characters involved. I want this movie to succeed. I will definitely be there day one premiere, and uh, can't wait to do a review of this movie. And he's heard this is my this is one of my biggest this is one of my biggest movies of the year uh in terms of um uh release. I can't wait for this movie to come out. Yeah, I'm actually trying to see if I can find a list of the uh budgets for the most recent Marvel films. I think Avengers was two fifty, if I'm not mistaken. The first Avengers was two fifty. Actually, oh, Endgame was only two hundred. Right. How much was Endgame? No. No. Uh, Endgame was four hundred million. Age of Ultron was three sixty. Infinity War was three hundred. The Marvels is two seventy four. Love and Thunder, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Captain America: Civil War two fifty. And Avengers was two twenty five. Okay, 
So why is it? It's not that much. Then what's up with this? This post saying it's not really that. It's not that most. It's not that expensive. Then it's in the top ten, dude. It's number four. How many movies are you up to? It's in the top ten. It's number four. Okay, that's that's pretty high. That's pretty high. Yeah. What are we up to? How many, we're up to the past thirty movies, right? 30, 30, 40? 3, 34? Let me double check right now. We might be more than that. Thirty four. Hey, I'll take. I'll tell you in a second. Where is the Marvels? The Marvels will be thirty three. Yeah, I was right. Thirty three. Well, wow, okay. All right, and our last thing before we're going to get into our reviews is uh, Microsoft's long-running um, pursuit of Activision Blizzard looks uh, set to end in October after the UK finally approved the deal. Uh, so the, the 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 deal for sixty-nine billion noise sixty-nine billion uh, buyout of Activision Blizzard is looks like it's pretty much finalized and going through. So this is going to be a huge venture for Microsoft. So great bully for them. Yeah, Monopoly. Well, I also want to chime in on the yeah, I'm going to chime in on a few stories. So, uh, Robert Kirkman, the creators of such comic books as Invincible and The Walking Dead, he said that you know the Invincible animated series can go for about seven to eight seasons. I would love for that, that to be that a basically thing. Basically, should be that should be enough to adapt the entire comic. I mean, obviously, we're going to cut out a few fillers. Um, for all you wrestling fans like me, SmackDown is officially coming back to USA. With the new rights deal, so basically, it will be moving from Fox back to USA sometime October of next year. So, I mean, that way we can get a little bit more leniency. We can actually say asshole on the TV. We got our first look at Taylor Page, Kevin Bacon, Peter Dinklage, and Elijah Wood in the Toxic Avenger. Elijah Wood looks scary as shit. Yeah, he's um, good. And Samir actually posted this because he's just trying to get me to spend two hundred dollars. It's like, why, bro? Why? So, just in time for the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who, hence the reason why we are rewatching Doctor Who. They will be releasing a modern series, complete series box set, which is Looks going good. to be. It, yeah, it does look good. I mean, it's one hundred and seventy-five dollars, bro. That's, that's honestly. Has, I, I, honestly, I can see, it looks like it's worth the money. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is, but like I said, that's 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 not that expensive. So I'm trying to see how many Blu-rays, I mean how many discs that is. So it's a lot of discs, a lot of discs. Plus, plus the specials, uh seasons one through four up scale, so Eccleston and Tenet. Uh there's a Good. lot of bonus content. So there's an exclusive 60th anniversary five-figure Titan set, and it has a numbered certificate of authenticity. So this will consider, I mean, this will contain the 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th Doctor, as well as the War Doctor in the future. Bro, you know how many discs this is? 58. Okay. That's a lot of Doctor Who. Bro, I barely got room for, like, my collector's edition stuff. Like, I got the Big Bang Theory up there, and you can't even see it. Like, are you looking at my screen? Yeah. It is behind. You see that plate? No, there's uh, a plate. They, yeah, there's a plate like right close to the globe. The Big Bang Theory is behind there. So Smallville is in storage. I think those are the only two like complete series boxes I have because everything else is like individual series because like Arrow's up there on the shelf and the Flash and Supergirl and all of them. But I'm like, come on, man, that is ridiculous. So I mean, okay, on the note of um of 
on the note of um, releases, so coming up in October, uh, October 17th to be exact, they are releasing a uh, anniversary edition of the Twilight Saga, like all the way through all all films and uh, and um, and all films and nigga boo. Are you booing it? How are you gonna talk shit about Twilight to tell everybody that? Oh, you know they're releasing the whole Twilight Forever. I definitely talk shit about it because of all the reasons why you would. But I mean, it's weird that it's, I don't know. It's it's so strange how people have issues with the uh, intellectual property for a different demographic. Like, why do you hate Twilight, sir? I know I don't. I know why I have beef with it. But why do you hate it? I mean, bro. I get it. Stephanie Stephanie Meyer was a Mormon, but that. I mean, I looking back at the Twilight series, I'm just like, how did women, and I mean, how did grown women enjoy this book that was obviously meant for like teenagers and young adults? When you because, and when I mean, something is easily digestible, you'd be surprised how how quickly you ingest it. You don't have time to think about it. So that's why Harry Potter. Yeah, that's why people radar. love the fifties. Well, I mean, Harry Potter. It was always just again. Whimsical Harry fun. Harry Potter is trash, dude. Look at look at the look at look at the world building. Look at the character development. Everything is garbage. You, everything if you hold everything under scrutiny, and there you go. So you still that's what I'm saying. You don't like when people start doing your stuff, right? It's like you talk shit about Twilight, but to Stephanie Meyer is to vampires as J.K. Rowling is to wizards. There are so many other uh, wizards and and uh, and uh, fantasy series that are way better. At doing everything that that uh, Jackie Rollins did, but she got she got rich off of it. Same thing with Stephanie Myers. There's tons of other vampire series that are way better, but she got rich off of it. That's it. That's the bottom line. They were easily both series were easily digestible for the masses, and that's fine. I'm not going to sit there and just you know boo the thing that you know. No, well, uh-huh. Harry Potter was a book for children, not teenagers. It was a children's book. Twilight okay. was for teenagers and young adults. So, I mean, obviously, Harry Potter has to be a little bit more digestible. You can't necessarily build a world mm, in that. That, nah, no, pause, cap, cap, cap. What? Okay, how? Per- how Percy again? Jackson has way better world building, and Jeez. it's for the same demographic. Nope. Mm-hmm. No. Same demographic. Same demographic. Exact same demographic as Harry Potter. Exact same demographic. People who read Harry Potter can just as easily read Percy Jackson. You say so, man. I do say so, all right, because I read both series. Look at the, the age group for uh for Percy Jackson. I, I was trying, bro. They just it says ten plus, ten years old. Okay, there you go. Bam, ten years old and up can read those series. That is young. All right. So all I'm saying is that there's no excuse to have such shitty world building. There's no she never explained how her magic works. How how they how people are able to use the magic. Oh, here's another thing. She never explained the population. Samir, we're um, not, we're, okay, we're, okay, okay, stop. We just did this last week. We're not doing a rehash of it, okay? We didn't do this last week, did we? We, we, no, we didn't. did it last week or two weeks ago. No, we no, argued we, about we, it we, out we, of the podcast. We, 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 we weren't recording no, when we argued no, about no, this last. No, 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 we definitely did. We definitely did. And nigga, you scarred. We did it recently. It, it might not have been within like the past two weeks, but I feel like Ooh, we did whatever. it when SD was on the pod. We know we we talked about how shitty they are. I don't think we talked about overall why they're shitty. The point is, no, I, I know there's an audio record of this somewhere. The point is, both series, Twilight and Harry Potter, do not hold up under close scrutiny. 
made for children. But um, we also got a release date for Percy Jackson, the Disney Plus series. That will be October 20th. So now we got to make up our minds. What are we watching first, Percy Jackson or Aquaman? Because they both come out the same day. Uh, one's a series and one's a movie. So... Tell me. So what you want to do first? I mean, you want to get out your house we'll, and look at movies or what you want to sit on your ass? We'll do both. Percy we'll, Jackson? we'll do both. All right, we'll figure it out. We'll do both. I mean, we're obviously going to do Percy Jackson first because... I mean, also depending on the recording schedule, and we like to give people a week to watch a movie. But yeah, so Amazon's, I mean, yeah, Amazon's trying to take all my money by going up in price by two fucking dollars, and like, hey, here's a Doctor Who box set for $175. All right, <clears throat> so I guess we're reviewing Doctor Who first, because that's what, you know, that's a nice, good transition into that. Don't you think? Uh, yeah. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm just looking at something uh, article on Reddit. Get off my All right. Why? Because you're not paying attention. I'm awkward, paying attention. Awkward silence. All right. What's awkward? I'm here just talking. All right. Here we go. Tenth Doctor Series Two. All right. So, Loving Monsters. What'd you think, man? Loving Monsters um, was the one. With, with your girl, man, Moaning Myrtle. Oh, yeah, that was her, wasn't it? Yes, that was her. <laughs> that yeah, lady's uh, old. <laughs> I mean, she's yeah, old. she's in her she, 50s she, now. Right, no, she she's old to, 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 to act as a 12-year-old, which is funny. Yeah, she was in her 30s. I mean, yeah. she was a ghost, dude. I mean, makeup not necessarily needed. Yeah, so Shirley Hitler soon is 57 at the moment. So when she did the Harry Potter movies, she was in her thirties. But yeah, so what you what you think of this um this episode with Elton Pope, you know, you know, in in the in the Linda group, you know, trying to find the doctor. Then obviously, you know, Victor Kennedy comes in. I mean, I have nothing. I mean, honestly, I watched these in such quick succession. I kind of didn't digest this one all the way. You don't give yourself time to digest. Right, like I ran past, I ran like these first two. Like again, they were fine. Um, and I mean, and then the whole bit with the TVs and everything. I guess I was there. I, I don't know. This is like a throwaway episode, bro. Again. What are you talking about? You were thinking of the episode we reviewed last week. Oh yeah, you're right. You're thinking of the one with the wire. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? <laughs> like I said, they're running together. I me, mean, dude. We we watch. We I binged the whole season almost. Like the the last stretch. I just gummed it all through it. Yeah, despite the fact that I said we're only watching 10 and 11. You're like, oh, I already watched the episodes. I'm like, wait, what? No! This is the one with Elton and the Absorber Crawl. Yeah. He kept absorbing everybody and Linda. Yeah, okay. That's what it was. And Rose was getting hot in the pants and she was trying to fuck Elton. Yeah, there we go. I mean, not Rose, Jackie. <laughs> still got no, a trip. Still, still got no words. I mean, no. I mean, other than that, I, I still feel like this is a throwaway episode. That doesn't mean it's a good. Okay, it was an okay episode. It didn't. It wasn't an issue. I didn't have any issues with it. I, I take no problems with it. Uh, characters were there. You know. I mean, I, I don't have no. I have no notes to be honest. Other than that, I other than I have what can I say about this episode? 
it doesn't add to the to the to the trajectory of the entire series as like the next few episodes do. Okay. All right. Finally, let's because Samir ain't got no more talking. Like no. That. What do you have to say about it? What do you have to say about it, dude? I I I, I like this episode because this episode actually kind of it does like a um it does like a foreshadowing of like a of a support group. For like you know, people who either met the doctor or are trying to find the doctor, because uh, I actually forgot about this episode. Because like I said, I watched Doctor Who maybe like twelve years ago at this point when I originally started. So like I remember bits and pieces. I know you know what happened to Rose and Mickey and everybody. But um, so at the end of Jody's run, um, Graham and uh, I can't remember old buddy's name. He couldn't ride a bicycle. They basically started a support group of people who were either companions with the doctor or kind of. Like met the doctor, so it was kind of like a new version of Linda. So I was like, "Oh, okay, that that was a good episode." And like, I like the fact that they all basically became friends, and they were just like, "Oh, you know, screw what we were doing." And then this fat guy with eczema, <laughs> eczema, which is worse than eczema, <laughs> just comes in and just puts them on the work. But um. Yeah, I mean, I wish I wish Elton and Olivia would have had a better love story than him, you know, being in love with a with a slab of pavement now because the doctor couldn't reverse what happened. But yeah, I thought that was a good episode. Um, Fear her. So this is actually the first time since I watched Doctor Who that they actually went into the future for something that was actually happening in real life. So. This was around the time the uh, 2000 uh, Olympics when they no no because this was like 2004 2005 so they had announced where like the 2008 and 2012 Olympics were going to be and since you know the show was mainly shot in London so why not just do an episode where the Olympics are going on this yeah. episode gave me legit um, um, tales from the hood vibes. With, I don't know if you remember Tales from the Hood with the with the pictures. You, yes, with the boy, whatever he drew happened. Yeah. So yeah, but slightly reversed because she was taking kids off the street and she took the Doctor and Rose, and it was very creepy because an alien basically digest. I mean, uh, uh, formed a symbiotic bond with her and didn't want to leave because it was absorbing her body heat. Yeah, yeah this I episode like this. was definitely more. I definitely like this episode more than the last one for sure. And this is actually the first time we actually see Rose actually more or less save the day. Because you gotta yeah, remember she was yeah, she was she was uh, on her own. Yeah, she was I mean she's always been she's always integral in every situation she's in, but she's not yeah. a accessory to the doctor in this in this um situation. Yes. Yeah, so thoroughly enjoyed that episode. All right, so let's get to the two parter. Army of Ghosts. So, how'd you feel about this one? You actually got your first actual appearance of Torchwood. Yeah. So, uh, you get Torchwood, and it's um, and it's it, the problem with so Torchwood in this iter- in this uh, situation, they're this overarching planet. They're the big black, basically. Basically, but obviously the doctor has a problem with how they're running things because they basically created this this defense system that's that's indiscriminate and basically just blasting spaceships out of the sky and things like yep. that. Yeah. So. Yep. All, I mean, again, all, all the 
Yeah, go ahead. Go on. No, what were you gonna say? <laughs> no, you know what I was gonna say. I was saying you, you see what they did. You see what they did on Christmas, and you just gonna say they were slavers, Bernard. They were. <laughs> yeah, you don't negotiate with terrorists. So, so the issue is, bro. Yeah, they possibly did. They possibly. I said this last week because <laughs> we keep talking about this every other week. They possibly performed genocide. No, they didn't. They were slavers. They, I know. You can't, I mean, yeah, they don't got no humanity. I'm 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 a, I'm a, I'm a quote uh uh Inglorious Bastards. Major Pain. Inglorious Bastards. All right. The point uh so it, the issue is that there they aren't often benevolent aliens on Earth, right? They're almost always acting out of pocket. And the crazy part is you can you can criticize Torswood for its its uh defense, which Mind you, I don't. I'm not usually the, the guy to say, "Well, let's kill and ask questions later." But a lot of times, stuff come in there. They want to kill and, and they want to cultivate earth or harvest it or just you know it's 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 trying to hide out and it's doing it in some nefarious or damaging way, you know. And then lo and behold, Cybermen pop up. Don't and they the and, and then the Daleks and the Daleks come through. They want all the smoke. I'm like. What's going on? And and Torchwood, they get they getting their ass whooped because you know they how you gonna handle Daleks and Cybermen? You know you got these two. I mean, the two. Keep in mind they didn't know what was going on every time they right because the yeah because of the ghosts they, the, they ghosts, yeah. the, the ghosts no yeah. quote quote ghosts the quote quote, quote ghosts yeah they in third dimension. Um, and they were like, oh yeah, it's better her when in jacket. They're like, oh yeah, it's my dad. Like really? No. You yeah, wanted to and, be your dad, but it's right. Dead. And okay, it's cool because you have uh, now. This is I'm bleeding both episodes together. Cause, so because we got Army of Ghosts and uh, what's the next one? Um, Doomsday. Doomsday. So they, they're pretty much they, they're back to the two parts. So basically, you have you have the juxtaposition of we well, have the two uh, characters. You have Jackie and you have um, what's his face. He comes back. He lost his wife. Mickey. She lost her husband. Yeah. Oh, Peter. Peter. Yeah, Peter. He yeah. lost his. Uh, he he lost her, his her uh, his wife. So they kind of have this bit of a reunion. They about it. Yeah, they charm about it because they're not they're not each other's partner. They're totally different people from the persons that they love. But well, no, well, no. Jackie was the same. Peter was different. Oh Peter yeah, was Jackie. Successful. Every every little scheme that Peter wanted to do. Can we talk about? <laughs> can we talk about? Yo, it's like Jackie had cap. She said there was no one else, and Mickey did her look like bitch. <laughs> I never, just last episode, she was trying to get She was trying to get in Elton's pants. She got yeah, Elton, uh, Eccleston Doctor. Did she got she come back to the doctor? Did she try to get Oh no, she made out she made out she made out with him when they came back in this in, in the in the first part of this two parter. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. So it's like, Jackie, you was you was playing the field. Look, no, no judgment, no judgment. But I judge you on the cap. The line. Oh wait, 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 wait. Also, keep in mind. The first time they came back uh, in the Christmas episode, remember some guy was sleeping at the house. That's why Tennant had on his robe. Yeah. So nah, Jackie, you tripping? You tripping? All right, listen. <laughs> no, no judgment. The guy's been dead okay, for like okay, eight plus okay, years. Okay. Well, fifteen, she said. Okay. No, uh, eighteen, because Rose was a baby. So, but keep in mind, she never actually had a permanent significant other. So that might have been what she meant. Yeah. Okay. There was a, so she 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 separated the. I love mean, she still got a bunch of nuts. All right. Yeah. Like I said, I never. No judgment. Yes. 
Fine. All right, we weren't slut shaming. All right, it's just that I just the way she said that, like it was going up. <laughs> Mickey was like, I don't have you ever seen the video of the TSA agent going through the lady's um bag and he finds a dildo and he just looks at her like Yeah, but that's how Mickey was. Yeah, that's how Mickey was like, really? All right. So yeah, I like uh, this uh, man. These episodes always hit me because uh, for starters, we actually got our first appearance of Freema Adjumin as um, yes. Adula Oshudi. Uh, so she is not Martha Jones in this episode, but they liked her so much they brought her back. Uh, so we will actually be getting her. Yeah, she had the thing in her ear. Came the out. Bluetooth headset, yeah. yeah. But it actually, you know, was you know a Cyberman note. So it sucks that she got she got murked. And I I like I like the character. Even though we didn't get that much time with her, I mean, we got to find out that she was smashing one of her coworkers, and everybody in the office knew. So I was like, "Come on, man, quit playing dumb." All right. Um, so, what you think of Yvonne Hartman, aka the leader of Torchwood? Because I felt like she needed to go. She didn't want to listen to the doctor. I mean, she eventually listened to the doctor, but I did it for Queen and Country. I did. I mean, she came back with like all her, you know, composure as a as a cyber person. And murked the mother ones, and she cried, and a little bit of tar came out of her eyelids and everything. And Samir texting his wife right now. Yeah, sorry, she uh needed something to me. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, okay, yeah. So the the final, okay, we're going back to the final scene, the conclusion of this episode. Yeah, that scene did get me because this is the first off, this is the send off for Rose, Mickey, and Jackie. You're not gonna see them anymore. And um, you uh, oh, where are you? Don't 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 right, but um. But yeah, but that the it, it, the notion that the doctor can love a human is pretty much only ever been focused on Rose. Like that's the only one who's ever had that tension. Like whoever was there any other romantic entanglement with the doctor and the companion besides Rose and uh, and tenant doctor. Okay, so I'm gonna stop you right there. Um, I can only speak for modern Doctor Who because yeah, we obviously saw that Sarah, Sarah Jane had a thing for the doctor in the night school episode. Right. And it was uh, Tom Baker because we were like, bro, Tom Baker was looking rough, was looking rough. So who thought that was sexy in the 70s or <laughs> whenever he was a doctor? Um, I'm, okay, light spoiler. Martha kind of has a thing for the doctor, but he's still at that point where he's still grieving over Rose. So right. you're going to see it all next season. Like, oh, look at me, you know. Hey, doctor. <laughs> But um, then on that, then Donna's basically like that that person who um, who becomes the doctor's best friend. And I think Russell T. Davies actually broke this down. So um, <clears throat> he said that Rose was the one the doctor needed. Um, Martha was the one the doctor didn't want. And Damn. he said Donna Donna was the doctor's best friend. I'm I'm I might be paraphrasing, but dude, like this was an interview I watched like. Years ago, like when I started watching the Matt Smith stuff, so like when Doctor Who first started getting to HD, so like maybe like 2009, 2010. Yeah, but like why he didn't want her? Like Martha Jones was uh, she's cool. Yeah, Freeman Adjman's a bad, he still is. I was on the Instagram a few days ago. Um, F R E E M A A G. I got her. Yes. Okay. And yeah, she is a baddie. I don't know. Um, but yeah, like I said, he was still dealing with the loss of Rose. 
and, and and he also finds out a few things in um not this season. It's, it's Donna's season. Never mind. But um <clears throat> yeah, he was still just dealing with the loss of Rose and Oh yeah, wasn't she a sensei? Yes, she was. Oh now I know. Okay. Yeah. She was also on the Sex in the City prequel, The Carrie Diaries. As well. She's in Dreamland. Did that get canceled? Not that I'm aware of. Never even heard of it. It's just she's a star actually in that. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's okay. Okay. Series. All right. So enough, enough uh, simping on uh, Freeman Adjutant. Uh, um, Adjutant. Adjutant. Yeah. Adjutant. Adjutant. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, man, when when Doc, because these two episodes, these are like. Usually when Russell T. Davies writes a two-parter, it'll hit you in the field. So like, yeah, this one does do that. destroyed a star to say goodbye and didn't even get the chance to say, I love you too. Because we all know that's what we're going to say. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't want to go. I don't, I'm not ready to go yet. Yeah, I mean, and out of all the places, they went to Dalek Island, a.k.a. Bad Wolf Bay. So... So Samira actually got to see another future companion at the end of this episode who just randomly materialized in the TARDIS in a wedding dress. And that individual is Donna Noble, who we will be talking about in the 2006 Christmas special alongside. How do you want to do this? You want to do episodes one through three of series three with the Christmas special? Yeah, we'll we'll cram them together. Um, Yeah. 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 Because I've usually been trying to keep it at four unless it's like a two parter. So, yeah, so next week, guys, we will be reviewing the 2006 Christmas special with the first appearance of Captain Tate, a.k.a. Donald Noble, in episodes one, two, three. Right. All right, so we're going to move on to Ahsoka. Um, this is a big one. Yeah, this is a big one. A lot of people found it mid. Um, who, who, who are these people? Who are these people? Samir. Who found it Samir. Samir, calm down. As, uh-huh. in the sense of lack, as in the sense of lack of action. Act. Okay, you got to admit, coming from... <gasps> Coming from like episode five, which was very intense, dramatically, thematically. Okay, so if you, I don't who who would call this episode mid because it had so much tension and tone. The tonal shift in this series was so good and so well placed, and then the drop, both drops. This show had two huge drops in it. Oh my god! And the implications and the oh, you to my throne. Not even Thrawn. I mean, hey, this is podcast. This episode been out for a whole week. So listen, yeah, Thrawn and Ezra popping up in the same episode. Nah, 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 nah. Also, the also the oh boy, I got so much to talk about this series, this episode. All right, so yeah, uh, Sabine. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. Yeah, because I'm at this point, I'm just over Sabine. It's like, bro, you, why you over Sabine? Like she's she's making the mistakes. Yeah, but that makes her that makes her human. Yeah, yeah, yo. Yeah, your master told you to do one thing and you couldn't do it. And now you're sitting in a jail cell and you might possibly get murked by two Jedi and, um, you know, uh, uh, force users. They're not Jedi armor. Anymore. Yes, force users. Um, I obviously feel like Shin Hati is going to switch sides because she's just like, oh, more witches? I can't stand these bitches. Like she in a Dr. Seuss novel. I'm actually really interested in Shin Hati's um, uh, character arc in this in this season, like where she's going to end of up. Of course you are. I hope. I hope she's gonna do. I hope they're gonna do something with her. And uh, and uh, Balin Skull, like, dude, he's so cool. Like, oh my god, like, 
I, I don't know. He's gonna die in some. I, he has to. Like they have to. They have to take him out in some really cool way. Yeah. So uh, we actually, uh, bro. How did you feel about the weird horse dog alligator hybrid thing that they were riding on? Because those fine. things kind of creeped me out. No, of course, you hate animals. That, no, it was just they're like giant I, rat dogs. Yeah, they're giant rat dogs. They look very, they look, they, they look very rat like, and 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 uh, it, it gave it gave me horse alligator dog vibes. Like, yeah, see, they look really cool. Like, they look very adapted like, to the like, environment. Like like like, like this was Shao Tucker's wet dream. Yeah, they look cool to me. Shit freaked me out, bro. I'm sorry. Of course, yeah, because you hate animals. I don't hate animals. Why do you keep saying that? Quit pushing that. Because narrative. they were they were good boys. It's like when he was I trying to follow her. That, I never he said that was, was a good it boy. was cute. It was cute. Bro, he tried he trying to eat the little crab man when she trying to get information. Oh man, they have they have a prey drive. They can't. It's not their fault. That's like getting mad your cat for eating a hamster. Okay, it happens. What? They just wow. nature. Wow. Have you seen uh, a cat eat a hamster? I've had cats dragging uh, partially alive birds. Uh, I had a cat once that left a, a half-eaten pigeon on my rug. Like I woke up Saturday morning and I'm like, "Oh, that!" I'm like, "I'm proud of you because that couldn't have been easy." But did you, did you make you have to make a mess? <laughs> All right, man. Let's get back to the damn episode. So uh, Thrawn obviously ain't missing no meals. So funny story. Um, the, there's still, there's a lot of fan theories flying around. So a couple of things I want to point out with with the whole Thrawn thing and his and his um his cadre of stormtroopers, his his um legion. Cadre. You cadre. Know? Right. So uh just, just fuck the English language, huh? No, it's worse pronounced cadre. It's cadre. But C A D R E? Yeah. Cadre. I've no, never heard cadre. cadre in my damn life. Never heard Kadri in my life. Yeah, Google just said Kadri. Go to Google. It says Kadri. Although technically, I did I did do this incorrectly because it says small group and that group is not small. So that was the I did pronounce it correctly, but I did use it slightly incorrectly in context. With that being said, so his um yeah Kadri is probably the uh, opposite of Legion if it's small group versus large group. So the uh, his stormtroopers leaving the throne to have cool stormtroopers, right? Like first off, the voice modulator was was just mm, just kiss. Uh, also, their masks were just so cool. Like oh oh, and, and did you watch with your subtitles on? No, no. So uh, yeah, it was they, they were called death troopers. I know. Yeah, so like I think the the the, the current um the current uh, theory is that they're resurrected by uh the Night Sisters slash Mothers uh Force Mastery and how they bought them back in the dead. So they're like just walking corpses apparently. That's what the people think they are, guys. You know, so, and it makes sense because, um, it, but it makes sense. What if they're not eating? Like, how do you feed an army that big in a wasteland? Go out hunting. Right, but there's not much to eat. Like, how do you effectively feed that many people? You ever saw the movie Alive? Mm, no. Cannibalism? Yeah. yeah, that's not sustainable. That's not sustainable. Thrawn, Thrawn is too logical and pragmatic to to waste 
his forces that way for, with cannibalism. Also, it's not healthy to do that. It's just going to cause a lot of health problems. Uh, if they go, if they go, if they go realistic, Samir, it's a galaxy far, far away. There's never people, no such thing as realism besides people losing limbs. People, they might get liver failure. All right, another thing. All right, Ezra, his his reveal coming up. All right, first off, great cast by the way. Uh, did you look at his chainmail? No, nigga. So he had, you know he had chainmail. No, I was like, damn, they got some blue ass contacts for him. All right, yo. So his chainmail is dog tags. I'm like, my guy is out here for ten years, okay, murking the Death Troopers left and right, and just snatching chainmail. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm dog I'm tags. Gonna see, I'm gonna look at the character post real quick, see if I can notice that because I did not notice that. All right, hopefully this loads fast enough. But, I can share. I can share a picture with you if you want. Either or. I mean, I already got Instagram open. All right, I'm it's in the chat in a second. Hang on. I already got it up. Oh. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't want to play the video. I thought that was. All right, video. just click on the link. Click on the link. You don't have to click on. I got it already. I just clicked on oh. it. All right. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. So I don't know how many he got a whole shirt's worth. Anyways, so their reunion is great. The only issue I have with this whole series slash season is it it feels like um, Dave Filoni decided to, to to retract their relationship because they were leaning towards a romantic uh, uh, relationship in nah, the arrivals. Nah, nah, nah. You don't think so? Okay, so keep in mind, I never watched Rebels, but I've been listening to podcasts that of people who have watched Rebels religiously who are also reviewing this show. Shout out to the Ringerverse. Apparently, Ezra basically friend zones to being because at that hologram, he's like, "You're like a sister to me." Right? Yeah. That's but that's the first time we heard about that sister thing. Like all through Rebels, they had this weird uh, butting ahead. They were always butting heads. They were calling each other's names, and there was always this chemistry there. Unless people are reading it wrong into it, I gotta re- I gotta go back and watch a a, a scissor reel of their relationship. It looked like they were going to lean into it, and when she when he left, she was just broke up. I don't know. And I don't know that you would do that for your brother. You could, but it looked like she, her love was leaving her. That's all. I don't know. But that's a nitpick at this point because this this episode was so good. All right? Mm-hmm. So, the, the Night Sisters. Let's talk about them. Um, first off, it's great to see that the Night Sisters, uh, he, he just expanded the lore significantly on the Night Sisters because they were always these uh, these mystical force users in the in the galaxy, right? Whatever, that's what they did. You mean the great uh, mothers? Yeah, the great mothers of the Night Sisters, yeah. So you have the that they're, they're still Dathomirians. Like the Dath they 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 settled on Dathomir from this galaxy yes. apparently. Like this is their home galaxy, which is nuts. So like this galaxy that they're in now is where the Dathomirians the are originally from. So Ventress Assage and um oh crap, what's baby girl's name from um uh Jedi Survivor? I forgot her I name. Who you're talking about, but I can't remember her name because right. It's, I never, I didn't get that far in Jedi Survivor because my copy got stolen. Okay, well, the first game too, Jedi, uh, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, she's in that too. She's still, you get to see Dathomir, uh, and and how and uh and yeah, I know, yeah. I know, but I didn't know she came back. But bro, you know how long it's been since I fucking played Jedi Fallen Order? The point is, she was in the game. She's one of the main cast. I don't hey, run. How you forget the whole game? What was wrong with you? It was like five years ago. I remember. I the remember game. That. Oh I remember God. trying to fight Vader like an idiot. Oh, 
Didn't realize it. Oh, you gotta run. You hurt my brain. Anyways, I digress. So I have a little bit of issue. I'm wondering if I'm first off. I'm curious if they're gonna expand on their motives as to why they're they're helping Thrawn, because them being subservient to him based on some some arbitrary prophecy doesn't at least for me doesn't sit well with me. Like there are these badass matriarchs in this ancient race of force users, and you know Thrawn come in Shanghai with a bunch of janky ass uh, stormtroopers, and they're like, oh, he's he's gonna do something. Like what are they hoping that he could do? Exactly. They haven't really expanded on that. But they might in the next episode. Because you know, Thrawn's his his um his motives and machinations are usually layered. So, you know, that's that's pretty cool. That they got oh he's done he's done so well. Like, dude, Thrawn, they spot on. His character is spot on. Do you have anything to add on this episode? I can go on all day how much I love this episode. I mean, like I said, Thrawn ain't missing no meals. I mean, Lars Mickelson couldn't get in shape a little bit. I mean you're supposed to be stranded on basically a deserted planet. You, you mm. got the, I mean, like, I don't he's getting he's getting all of the he's getting all of the uh, uh, meals because you know he's the commander. Uh, I really feel like his admiral was bad. Really, I didn't even notice. Grand admiral, get it right. Yeah, um, he's a grand admiral. I didn't notice. Yeah, looking back, looking back on the chain mail of the quote quote dog tags, how is that possible? He ain't have a lightsaber. Was Ezra just killing people with the Force? Yes. Um, you, think, you think a Jedi can't murk somebody without a without a, uh, no, a lightsaber? But, but I but obviously I don't think you know Ezra was even trying to you know fight. But by, by the end by the end of by the end of Vesbles, Ezra was a badass. I get that, but I'm just saying I don't think he spent ten years trying to fight Death Troopers. And then he know, had to defend them. They've been, they've been trying to find and kill him the whole time they were there. Yeah, I guess. Um, I ain't really got much to chime in on the Night Sisters. I already said my piece with um, Shin. Um, this episode started to feel a little very, uh, a, well, very meta-ish, especially with Harang, you know, narrating, telling, telling the, yeah, Huyang, uh, you know, telling the Soka one of the stories a long time ago and the galaxy far, far away. Well, and, you know the galaxy that they're in. It, it, they, they, it's been told I, I as know. a legend. So I know. there's stories about it. I know, but it, obviously it was meant to, you know, touch us because that's how every Star Wars franchise starts for the most part. Um, <clears throat> Balin's speech about you know this cycle of the Empire and the Jedi that felt very meta because I mean technically that's been all three trilogies, more or less. Because you got the Empire and the Jedi, then you got the fall of the um, Jedi and the rise of the Empire, then the fall of the Empire, the rise of the Jedi, then you got the rise of the, the First Order, Order yeah. the Jedi. Yeah. Um, but I like the episode. Like I said, I just saw like a lot of people just saying, oh, you know, we went from, you know, high intense, you know, emotion and action to this episode. Like I said, I I didn't necessarily have any problems with it. I just really felt like we we could have got a little bit more fleshed out about what Thrawn has been up to, but maybe we'll find that out next. Week. I mean, he's been trying to get back. Like, I get that, but how's this man been eating? What do you mean? There's you can't eat things out there. Like you can hunt. There's animals and and flora and fauna. Like, how do you think Ezra's been alive? He's been eating the little shell people. No, he's been eating stuff. There's probably roots or berries. 
in some in scarcely populated stuff, and um, and uh, there's probably like rats or rat-like creatures that eat lizards. Maybe, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. And Ahsoka needs—I mean, not Ahsoka. Um, Sabine needs to make up her mind: is she gonna be a Mandalorian or is she gonna be a Jedi? Because Why can't she be both? I get that, but obviously, I don't know if you've been kind of catching the overall deal with, um, with her for the whole season. She doesn't know what she wants to be, so she just uses what works for her at the moment. Like perfect example, this episode, yeah. her Mandalorian weapons were working when she was getting ass kicked, so she had to go to the lightsaber. And perfect example, when she was fighting Shin in episode four, lightsaber ain't work out. She had to go for Mandalorian. Yeah. So okay, okay. So hang on. So I know, I know what you're about to say. I already know. Ahsoka doesn't want her to be a Jedi. She no, that's not even it. So if you go even go back further into this again, Rebels. So when Nigga, I'm not watching Rebels. I don't care. Okay, well when Ken Jarrus when Canon Jarrus trained her to use the Darksaber, he said, Don't fight like a Jedi, fight like a Mandalorian. Use all your tools at your disposal. That was his teaching. His first, her first iteration of any Jedi training was that. Alright, with the with the, with the saber. So when her saber gets yes. knocked out of her hand, she's gonna pick up her blasters. That's a smart thing to do. When her blaster get, when it's too close to choose a blaster, she's gonna apply a lightsaber. She so she she put in the work, all right? She 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 cooked them, all right? Because that's what she's been trained to do. Okay. All right. Um you got any more to chime in on this episode of the Uh no, uh ten out of ten. Uh no, no, no. Why are you rating the episode? Stop doing that. No, I'm doing You're doing it. a serious overview rating. So you literally only rated the last two episodes. We did not rate one through four. Listen, sir, I did what I did, and I will not take it back. Ten out of ten. All right. So we got one more thing to talk about because last week Samir went on a few too many rants. The week prior we had SD on, so we got to talk about my adventures with Superman because you just yes. seemed confused, like we like you forgot we were going to talk about it. So let's talk about that. Um, I actually love. Okay, so full disclosure, I love this series uh, overall. It's <laughs> this series is like, uh, God, it's like it's honestly, it's like they took um, they took the uh, the animated Superman adventures from the nineties and they basically just sprinkled on a whole bunch of um, bi- uh, uh, bisexual panic. That's what this entire series is. What you don't you don't, you don't see that? No. My guy, you got the tomboy sporty Lois Lane. You got the Jack uh uh impressionable uh golden retriever boyfriend Superman. Come on. You don't see that? And you got the, the artsy uh uh vegan version of um of Jim Olsen. Not to mention all the villains. All the villains are freaking K pop Like dude, like you got Heatwave and, and Livewire. They're already shipping those two, by the way, on the internet. Okay? You didn't see you. You don't follow the show. This show has just you mean parasite. No, not parasite. Heatwave and Livewire. Those two are they shipping those online? Oh my god, I hate the internet sometimes. Anyways, I digress. I love this iteration of Superman and uh, and their portrayal of all the characters. Pretty much. Uh, what's your what's your what's your vibe on this show so far? I, I'm thoroughly enjoying the show. Um, there are a few things that I would like for them to do, but they're kind of doing it in their own way. So instead of having Clark pretend to be a bumbling idiot, they're actually making him a bumbling idiot. Yeah. Um, I am so sick and tired of the trope of the person finds out the secret and they get mad. Okay. It's not, so 
Here, here, okay, I want to I talk about this because we're a little late on this, but I want to give our the Angry Blurs take on this situation. So when this dropped a month ago, when this happened, and uh, yes. people were people were a little upset, uh, they got on the internet and they started trashing stuff, trashing the character, trashing the writing, whatever. Uh, and they, 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 then they immediately juxtaposed it to Invincible, which happened, what, a year and a half ago at this point? Yes. Right. So here's the issue with Amber slash Lois Lane in the same situation, more or less. It's not, first off, it's not the same situation. Uh, Amber, all right, at this point, I've had a time to reflect on this and look back on it. That's just bad writing. They, she, it's bad. It's, it's, first off, it's unfair to the character, and it's, it, it doesn't make any sense. Because at that point, she knew it was Mark at the college. But she laid into him for leaving them because why? And then when he comes back and says, hey, listen, I'm invincible, she says, yes, I know. Doesn't make any sense. All right, it makes her look... Okay. So and, and it, Go on. It's, it's, it's the same trope that I'm sick and tired of. It's like, right, but you figure it there's out. There's a way to handle a perfect it. Perfect example. Yeah, there is a way to handle it, but... You can either go about one of two ways of doing this. So you can either go the Jimmy way and just not acknowledge it until the person is ready to tell you, or mm-hmm. you can go the Amber way and, and kind of still kind of pretend to do it, or or even a third one. I'm throwing in a Hail Mary right now. You can go the Chloe Sullivan route where you actually find out and you don't say nothing until it's a life or death situation. You could. All right. Also, oh, like, so I swear to God, tired of what? What? I always got to bring Smallville into it somehow. You, you do, yes. So look, I mean, bro, I mean, perfect. It's a perfect example. So it was so season yeah, but four. it's not. It's not as interesting that way. So I get here's here's the here's, here's the here's the take on the two the two compares. That's why I don't compare the two of those, right? So again, the way they handled Amber because they the way they build the, the whole relationship of Amber and um, why am I drawing a blank on Mark? Mark. Mark. Mark and Amber's Mark and Amber's relationship is doomed to fail because they all she's, he's going to end up with E. So his relationship is pretty shitty. Damn, spoiler alert for a ten year old comic. All right, whatever. So it's like they kind of made him, made Amber the disposable black girlfriend initially. So whatever, she's disposable. Don't no cares. And the way they handle her character is pretty much they they built up Mark as the as the victim in that situation, which he he, he kind of isn't because he dropped the ball a lot in the relationship. But the way they made it seem... He was busy saving people. Right, but that's fine. But the issue is the way they made it seem and how she learned his his own secret and how she used it against him was bad writing because it, it didn't... It, it wasn't well thought out. It was it was pretty undercooked and messy. Writing. Messy writing. Oh, she gasped yeah. a little. It wasn't right. messy. It, it was is messy. Messy writing. It was like because how, it was, they didn't, but that's not what they intend. That they intend to do that, though. When you intend to I do think something, that is the, I think that, that wasn't is the, the intention. It's like that wasn't like, the intent, oh, though. You 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 put two and two together, but you you still don't feel then like why didn't good why didn't, tell your yeah, secret. But why didn't she know? Why didn't she jump out jump down his throat at the college? You left us behind. How did you run? Why did you, what that makes no sense? Why would she do that? Were there right. people around? Wasn't no people bad writing. Why was she? Why was she, why was she angry about that one thing? Why did she just let I it slide away? I could have sworn there were people around when she went out. There was, the there was. But so, why so, did she so, go so off at him? that same time? So at that same time, she could still be trying to protect his secret. 
Despite the but fact why? That he but doesn't why? Know that but why knows. do it that way? Why do it that way? That's what I'm saying. You're making, you're digging, you're trying to make allowances for their bad writing. That's what you're doing. Maybe they did this way. Maybe they did, no, that's dumb. Now let's let's talk about Adventures uh, of Superman. The difference is the writing isn't messy. The characters are messy, and that's great. Lois is messy. All right, she's all over the place, and you love her for it. Clark is messy because he's a he's a he's a bit of a dope, and they're basically just being messy together, and that's good writing. Okay, you have a character who threw herself off a building to get him to admit something that's messy. It's it, it, it's manipulative and messy, and you're here for it. Okay, you have Clark. I, I would have let, let it. I would have let it. I would have let it be street pizza if it was me. Honestly, it's like, bro, how dare you try to manipulate me in the reveal? All right, well, like, you have yeah, Clark. I'm not comfortable revealing yet. Right, there's a whole conversation to have about that. But you have Clark who wants to have his cake and eat it too. You want to have a relationship with Lois. You want to lead her on, but you don't want to tell her all these things about yourself, which you don't have to, but you're being messy. And you he's still say, trying to figure it out. Right, and that's fine. He doesn't but have you, the answer. But he's messy. Like, for example, when they, yeah. went, when they went on the date, or like or like their quote-unquote first date again, when he took them to the, to the, um, the ship, the obelisk, or whatever in the field, and he was like, I'm still trying to figure this out. So he doesn't even have all the answers. Bro, it's like, if, if all of a sudden you got superpowers, put on a mask, and your wife doesn't know you're a superhero, but yet you're out gallivanting in the middle of the night and crap, she's going to possibly think you're cheating or doing something nefarious. I think you, should, what, you shouldn't let it get to wife. If she's your wife, she should know. Full, full if, you, if you're married already and you get powers, you need to tell your wife immediately. Yo, I this, this ass that fell on me, I got powers. Chemicals, whatever. Tell your spouse. If you got a spouse, they should know. And congratulations. Now they're in the danger zone. You're gonna end up with a with a fucking Gene Lauren stepping on your wife's brain waves on, on your brain grooves. That's okay. She can, I'll give her it out. Do you wanna do you want to divorce? You can get a no, whatever. She they don't have to stay with you, but they should know because they're your spouse. Look, I, I digress. The Vince the Superman handled it way better because again, the characters were messy and entertaining to watch. As opposed to frustrating and messily written, that's the difference between that, sir. Amber's just a very messy character, and that's how she's always been written. Messy. Uh, no, I don't, I don't necessarily remember if she if she found out in the comic or if he told her. He told um, her in the comic, and it, 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 it was different. It was handled differently in the comic. Okay, then yeah. I mean, it's been like almost two years since I watched that show. I might have to go back and rewatch it, but. I mean, honestly, it she, she kind of had to stay on brand because, once again, she was out in public. So do you want her to just yell out, I know you're invincible, Mark? No. You Why did she get angry in the first place? That's the problem. It's like, if you knew that was him and he left to save everybody, what, that's what they They wanted to make her the bad guy. They wanted to make her the bad guy. They wanted to make Mark the Because she's the bad guy. But, yes. that's a, but that's a way to do that. That doesn't necessarily better. make it messy. It is I mean, messy, what do you right? want her to do? You want her to jump in the in in the way of one of the um the things? No, she didn't have to do any of that. That's what I'm saying. They wrote it that way because that's what they wanted to, and, they, and it it's came off wrong. So I'm asking you, it's messy. How would you have written it? For, she shouldn't have reacted at all to Mark at all. If that's the case, if she knew he was invincible, and she saw how unavailable he was. Fine, break up with him. He's a terrible boyfriend. Okay, but don't do what she did. All right, and act like oh yeah, I knew the whole time. All right, no, don't 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 jump down his throat for. Did she for, say I know the whole time? Because I'm gonna have to she, go back and rewatch that. She episode. she says she knew. She says she knew already. She said, yeah, I know you're invincible. Then why did you act like? Yeah, I think you didn't I, know. Yeah, but I think she. Yeah, but maybe she didn't know at that time, and she started pushing. She knew after college. She knew 
at the college she I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch that. And, and that's and it's, it's just mess. It's just not written real. That's one thing I can call criticism about that first season of Invincible. Everything else was great. And that um, animation was a wonky. What's wrong with oh. the animation, bro? It, well, they cut corners with the budget a little bit. They, they, they cut the right corners. The right corners were cut. So I hope they get a better budget to to, to keep in to, mind, y'all. We did we did a whole review on this two years ago. Yeah, he didn't say nothing about the animation. In. Well, Bernard, I can rewatch something and come back later with a different uh, lens. Did you rewatch Invincible? Yeah, I watched it twice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, yeah. So the other the overarching story of this episode of this series, pretty good. Um, you have General Lane and uh, and uh, the the makings of Checkmate with um, with Amanda Waller and, and her uh, Suicide oh, Squad one of Yeah, with Suicide Squad one of Oh no, Commander Bones was was referenced. Checkmate is referenced in this show. I know. Yeah. So I said Bones. Yeah, Director Bones. Is, yeah, so I said, so Checkmate. Bones yes. is not Checkmate. Bones is yeah, he, he He was also part of Checkmate. I don't pre, know. Pre, pre-crisis. Pre-crisis. I don't know. But um, Amanda Wall is a bitch in every... Every iteration. Every iteration. Except, except for Green Lantern. Which Green Lantern? Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern. She was played by Angela Bassett. When she didn't get a chance. That was a good cast, though. But she didn't get a chance to be. She didn't get a chance to be this. But hey, hey, she was the only one. She was the only one. She didn't get a chance. All right. Um. Uh, Mister Amala in the brain. Love them. Love them. Love. I love that they didn't. They first off, this. I'm glad that they're not villains this time around. And I'm glad they didn't cut out their relationship. And I, I just loved it. Love, 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 love. They were so cute together. It was kind of annoying, but it is. What? It is. Um, look, they can be all lovey-dovey, but, I mean, come on, man. Miss your ball in the brains. Do not make them villains? I'm like, come on. That's a, that's 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 like a cardinal sin. So they opened a wormhole and went to a mo- went to another universe, and then that led us with the Council of Lois's. The Council of Lois's in Mixel Pitalik. I did not like the character redesign of Mixel Pitalik. Okay, I actually did. I I like his design. Um, I am, but then again, I'm kind of partial to this animation studio's aesthetic. So look, I like Studio Mirror. They did Young Justice, right? And I like the little space elf thing he had going on. And instead of the whole Mister Magoo thing that Mrs. Pitt used to look like, so I I kind of like this change. But that's just a personal preference. Uh, I like. Oh, I also like. Oh, first off, like I like the the Council of Lois's. I don't know why they were so mean. Like they, 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 why, they were so mean. Like I was, I was it was like Mean Girls because they like, all came from universes where Superman was evil. I know, but why didn't they just? Why were they so mean to their that Lois? Like, oh, you because they're battle hearted, and she's the only one who's never won a Pulitzer. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like, like you ain't shit. Like, exactly. It's like okay, you can't sit with us. She, she, she she's the tin dog. She's exactly. canine. You can't sit with us. That's the like Mean Girls. Uh, but I do like that episode. Uh, it, it was it was pretty great. Uh, what else? Um, uh, the the um, the zero crap. day two parter. That was fine. Those were good episodes. Vicky Bell. There we go. Yeah, Vicky Bell. She's a bitch. It's Vicky Bell, dude. What you expect? The only time Vicky Bell isn't a bitch is in Batman eighty nine. Is that okay? That's the only time. Yeah. I, that's the only time I ever see her. No. She, no. You you've read Vicky Vale before? 
when Bruce Wayne came back from his time travel trip and Batman, um, what was it when he found the Batman ink and everything? Um, okay, uh, but was she even was she, was she, has she been a love interest in recent in recent decades? Not necessarily a love interest, but she's always been around. Okay, so that's because I, I, his most recent love interest in the last fifteen to twenty years. I mean, you have Catwoman, Natalia, slightly Jezebel Jet. Okay, Jezebel Jet. Um, Sasha Bogart, she was an interesting love interest. I wish she stuck around. Why do you her. always fuck up that lady's name, bro? Bordeaux? I don't know, Bordeaux. Bordeaux. Yes, there you okay. go. Like the wine. Um, <laughs> is she, has she, is she, have they brought her back yet? Fuck no. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, she, was a, she was a very <laughs> interesting care. character. Don't nobody care about no I care. I cared. I cared. I cared. She was a cool character. I, I read this all of Checkmate. Yeah, this from the guy who didn't buy Checkmate. I, I like Chetman. It was cool. All right. What do you have to say about this series? We're going to grade this, series, this season? Oh, oh, they got yeah. renewed. I know they got renewed. I want to give it a 10, but I feel like uh, I can't remember what episode it was. Oh, um, not. Uh, I'm giving it a nine and a half just because the first half of that episode where Lois puts two and two together and figures it out with Jimmy. Oh, you know, my friends, they abandoned me. That was cute. I'm not a lone wolf. You're a lone wolf like me. I like that character. I'm like, I'm like, I like that character. I'm glad glad Jimmy's a millionaire now because, you know, Daily Planet bought Flamebird and it's kind of in continuity with the, uh, with the, uh, with the current DC universe. Um, Oh, one thing. You should really read uh, Superman, dude. Uh, Jimmy's dating Silver Banshee. Siobhan? Yeah. Got an apartment together and everything. That's great. Is this the same one that used to be friends with Supergirl? Or is that, is that continuity already gone? That continuity's gone, dude. I'm like, wait, what? Stupid DC. I forgot that was a thing. It was a uh, thing. Stupid DC. Yeah. Yeah, because that was what? New 52? Or pre-Flashpoint? Yeah. I can't it remember. 52. It was New 52. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah. A few things from... Um, the new fifty two kind of lingered, but nothing really. We're we're back. We're back. So basically, just, just so imagine all, those eight years didn't happen. All those exactly. Didn't no, happen. No, everything you read does not matter. Just toss it out. And that's what that's what we uh, talked about. Kind of, sort of like they 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 did they did a Secret Wars where you know how they plucked Miles Morales from the uh, Ultimate Universe and put him in the main. So Black Kid Flash is there. His father was obviously a Reverse Flash. There, there's a few things that they nitpicked and just brought over. Like, uh, Ivy Ho is the Flash of China, you know, Batman of China and all that stuff. Yeah. So some of that, like I said, some of that stuff is still around, but not a lot of it. Right. Anyways, uh, right. so we have... So um, what do you give the season? I give it a um, nine points. Why? But it can vary. It, it can vary. Well, I mean, the initial... This is all... At this point, it's all nitpicks. So this the the point uh, eight points I took off, mostly nitpicks... Um, Clark's power level is super inconsistent, right? Like, um, crazy inconsistent. Like, once they give him an ability, it's like, it doesn't seem to exist until he's in the story. Right. And yeah, I so, mean, that's another reason why I gave it, I didn't give it a solid 10, because, all right, so, we all know Clark eventually develops a majority of his powers in, in his youth. So, super strength, childhood, uh, speed, Speed and flight, preteen. Um, then you can kind of go the Smallville route. He gets everything else up pretty much up until like he's about twenty four, 
but when he was 24, they finally let him fly. Um, so X-ray vision, super hearing, heat vision, Arctic breath, blah, 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 blah. I don't like the whole, you know, he's 22 and, you know, all of a sudden, you know, who was in trouble in the first episode when he got the speed? Was it Lois? Something like that. I can't remember. It was either Lois or Jimmy was about to get crushed by the robot. And then, you know, the super speed kicked in and more or less the same thing. It's like, um, now again, this is all dead picks because, but it's like once he yeah. got the powers, like for instance, he got super hearing, right? He, yeah. super hearing is a really, really good power for Superman. Like to, to hear and see things way outside of your scope is just yeah. overpowered. And I get that it's really hard to write around a character that can do that. It can literally hear everything at once. It has to focus on not hearing everything. It, it's hard to write a character like that. So I can give them a pass. It's, but some some of the instances in that season, like, why didn't he hear that? It's like, I sort of, you know? <laughs> well, I think I mean, he might have been the best of that episode. I'll give him some grace because it was a newly developed power. So it's kind of like... Um, did you ever see What Women Want? Uh, you know, I know of it. Mel Gibson? Yeah, I know So of basically, it. it was the same thing. Like, bro, he had, to, he had to funnel it out until, like, you know, until he only heard what he wanted to hear. Like, he was hearing dogs saying, I got to poop. He was hearing female French poodles saying, Michelle, I have to poop. So, yeah, I mean, that's a learning curve. But, yeah, it's like little small things like that. Just give the man... Let's let him already be set up and ready to go. But I get it. Alternate universe, things got to work the way they work. Yeah, whatever. So nine and a half for me, 9.2 for Samir. Um, you got any more talking? Because this is like a long ass episode. Oh, no, that's it. Um, oh, this is this just in. The right stuff.com got brought out by, bought out by Crunchyroll and will cease to exist, I think, in like October 1st. What the hell is the right stuff.com? October 10th. It's a it's an anime re, uh, merchandise retailer online, and they got bought out okay. by Crunchyroll right back, and they're gonna cease to exist. It's gonna migrate all the other stuff. So migrate all that stuff to Crunchyroll.com, their store. That's all. And uh, yeah, we can close out. Capitalism. All right, guys. This is Bernard aka the Scarlet Spider, and this is Samir the King in Black. And that was another episode of the Angry Blurs podcast. Uh, join us next time, same Blur channel, same Blur network. Follow us on all of our platforms and, uh, you know, YouTube, um, Apple Music, SoundCloud. You just be trying to find shit to say because now you're just all awkward and shit. No, I'm waiting for you to, uh, you want something to say something before we, well, you are outro? Well, or? I was, I, well no, I was, I was just, bro, I literally started to add that into the, my, be sure to rate or be subscribe, tell a friend to check, tell a friend, check us out on YouTube. Look at the clips on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, or X, whatever you want to call it. Come here. All right. Uh, peace. Peace. Right, you didn't go full Cyclops. You're supposed to go up higher. No. He, no, he, he did the Wakanda shit, right? No, he did. No, he, he, he did this. He did this. I don't know. Maybe getting his henchin on. Henchin to go, go, bitches. Oh! The, uh... The um, Hasbro report, the Hasbro post count was, you know, today at the time of this recording. So they are actually releasing a Spider-Man No Way Home set, so you can get uh, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, Amazing Spider-Man, and 
obviously, quite a bit. Uh, Tom Holland, you can also get MJ. They are also releasing a Star Wars Force Unleashed Starkiller figure with two Stormtroopers that also includes Lightning. They officially released the Master Morpher. It is on sale now for $70 or $65. But in order to get it, you have to be a Hasbro Pulse Premium member, which is $50, which is some bullshit because I would have bought two of those because they only limit you to two. All right, uh, well, they are also so. releasing a. Uh, wait, I got a few more. They're this releasing art. a giant man figure that's 24 inches tall. Uh, Detroit Steel from Iron Man. Uh, you can get a Captain Rex helmet. And, Samir, they released Sabine's lightsaber. Oh, cool. Yeah. But now we can leave. All right. Ah, y'all. 